Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 289 for Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. How is it going, onesies? You guys having the best day ever? You having the best week ever? You having the best month ever? Are you living the best life ever? Um, Welcome to the One Man Podcast. If you've never listened to it before, I am comedian. Um, I always, I felt like I used to have three. I was like, I was comedian, I'm this, earthling, you know, comedian, uh, what's another thing? Entrepreneur monkey. You know what I mean? Uh, who knows? Who knows? But earthling and friend of yours, I am sure. Uh, welcome to the one man podcast. If you've never been before, it's me telling you about what's going on with me personally, professionally, uh, everything in between, whatever I want to talk about. Hey, it's my podcast. This is my public journal. And that's uh, what it exists for. I am here this week to tell you guys, um, I have a holiday gift guide for you. And by guide, I mean, here's a bunch of cool shit that I've found over the last couple of weeks that I've wanted to share with you. Some of it, uh, if not all of it, I have purchased myself and, um, you know, going a little off the rails with the fucking Christmas spending. Um, but I'm trying to just get it done early so that I can, I I'm starting a new gig soon, uh, as early as tomorrow, as a matter of fact. And, uh, I'm just gonna put my head down and fucking plow through that and then just, you know, ease the, the, the pain on all my credit cards. So that's, uh, that's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to get all my spending done. And then when I'm stuck in a mall all day, every day with all the spending available, uh, too bad. So sad. I am done ski. So I'll share that with you. I'll tell you what's going on with me. I hung out with a couple buddies, uh, at different times. I'll let you know what's going on with my mirror. My mirror got uh, smashed and I told you about that last episode. It is still taking forever to get anything done. Um, on top of that, I'll give you guys a weigh in. Hey, my last weigh in, uh, 272 pounds on this hair product. Lots of cheating. Still staying keto, lots of cheating, but today I'm like, I'm not cheating. So I got my cup of coffee. I've had my shake. I'm going to do all shakes all day until, until the end of this thing, which is like two weeks. Woohoo. Big deal. It's supposed to be three months, Josh. Well, listen, I already down 50 pounds. What do you want from me? Um, I'll tell you about some stuff that I've been watching. I've been watching some shows, uh, looking, looking for inspiration and excitement. Instead, all I, I think I've actually set myself back in all fairness. So I, I feel like I want to watch some more and see if it gets better. Uh, but I'll tell you about that a little later on. Uh, and that's it. I got a, I got an email to read from my good pal, Red, um, you know, infrequent co-host of the podcast at times. So let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm passionate to talk about the holiday gift guide. So let's leave that for a little bit. I did do my last weekend of sampling for true earth. So again, onesies, if you want to try a, a zero waste detergent product, send me an email, contact at one man and I will find a reasonable way to send it to you. It is a direct to consumer product. So if you like it, all you have to do is go to their website 
and uh, and order it. There's even a discount code on the package so that you can enjoy saving the world, taking care of your clothes, and it not costing you that much. It's amazing. You know what else? What is what is he going to do with your time? Huh? Going to go keep buying big jugs of fucking laundry juice? Huh? Carrying that shit home, right? And if you're not carrying it home, it means you're driving a vehicle. All right, you're contributing to the problem. Um, I had a lot of people last week who really were. <laughs> the thing about the podcast is I have a lot of listeners that are that are you know just friends and acquaintances. I mean, I have a, let's put it this way: it's like it's like oh yeah, all, just your friends and family listen. No, I just happen to have thousands of friends. Okay, um, but you guys always message me directly, and as much as I love hearing from you, I have a lot of people like yeah, yeah I was listening to the podcast, and uh, you know. I agree with you on this. I, I disagree with you on that one. Couldn't be more right about this. I, I do love those interactions when you guys call me or text me. I just, every now and again, I wish like, I wish like one out of every 10 would just be an email. So more, more content to share with the, the rest of you guys. Um, something that does feel good. It does feel good to kind of be back with the podcast again, getting to sit down and sort of talk directly to you guys for, you know, an hour a week. Um, it sucked when it was gone and it's still like at the point where I'm like, I want to get it done Tuesdays. Things are getting real busy with, with Christmas and I'm getting offered a lot of gigs. Uh, my calendar's filling up like crazy. So I have to be really mindful. Um, I was, I was getting my notes together, getting everything set up yesterday and then uh phone rang shit happened. And you know, here I am Wednesday morning, <laughs> morning, it's 1244 PM. Um, <laughs> Wednesday afternoon recording the podcast. It will be out for you guys today. You know, it'll be on time, but I usually like to do it Tuesday so that you wake up Wednesday morning. If that's your, what you listen to on your commute or when you're at the gym or in the office, then I want it to be there for you. You know, I don't want you to come back from lunch and be like, well, I got this one thing and then I'm out of here. What the fuck? Josh is ready. Um, so yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> did the true earth stuff. I'm happy to be back doing the podcast. It's so easy for me to get mentally distracted. You know, I was in the middle of saying it's nice to be back and I go back to true earth. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you for reaching out. It's nice that I'm getting like three, four calls, you know, a week from different people, you know, some messages and things like that. People going like, Hey, it's, it's good. You're back. It's nice to be back. I think, um, I think it was, uh, was playing possum with you guys for a little while, a little bait and switch where it'd be like, you know, an episode or two, and then there'd be another big hiatus. So I think, uh, first off, I love that you guys are still here. Thank you for still being with me. Those of you who are, it's nice to you know, chat with you guys again. Um, it's nice to be getting, like I said, these messages from you. Um, I hope to be back for good. And, um, I still have all of the notes from the old episodes that never got recorded. Um, and, uh, and I will, I will get to them. I think I need like energy. I'm, uh, I'm exhausted and there's some stuff that I'll address in those old episodes that I'm still dealing with, but I don't want the reveal to be like, you know, a year later. And what's really what it is, it's about a year later since that hiatus. So I've got almost a year's worth of episodes. So my goal is to record the weekly episode and get it out to you on time. And then hopefully if I'm not yawning and exhausted, um, bang out a second episode, you know, if, um, I'm, I'm writing down little topics of, uh, of discussion because I know that those episodes, I'm not going to be able to remember everything that's going on with weeks. I'm going to look at my calendar and see what gigs were happening. Try to look at my, my <laughs> receipts, my emails from said period and see exactly what I was up to. So I've got little like timestamp things, even my photo albums. Um, you know, I take lots of pictures and stuff throughout the week, just when I'm shopping and stuff and I never delete anything. So it'll be nice to kind of go through and look at like that week in photos, emails, and my calendar to sort of see what was going on with me. And doing as much as I can to fill you up, fill, fill you up, um, fill you in on what was going on with me 
uh, that week. But, um, and it'll be nice to have like no gaps. Everything will be, you know, up to speed, hunky dory, nice, big, uh, omnibus of one man podcast episodes. As we approach the 300th episode, uh, 11 episodes away, uh, 11 episodes away. I still owe you guys an episode with the love of my life. Crystal from the two weeks that we spent in Las Vegas. I still, you know, need to tell you guys, um, what we're planning. Cause I didn't get an episode booked, uh, the week that we did that. And I'd love to have her on to, to share. Oh, excuse me with you guys. Um, our excitement, our anticipation. Um, I told you guys, I'm taking my mom to, uh, Las Vegas for her 69th in, uh, April. I was gonna say August. I knew it was an A. You don't know your own mom's birthday. Shut up. If you have any questions, you send them an email. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Um, I'm actually gonna write down what I did. I bought my mom some tickets and she's aware because she's the one who's telling me what she wants to see. And she's starting to get a little bit excited. Not crazy or anything like that, not even like as excited as I'd like. Um, but she's starting to get a little excited. I bought her some Wayne Newton tickets. Uh, a lot of you young people who, okay, fair question. A lot of the older people, he's still alive. Um, yeah. Wayne Newton, Mr. Las Vegas. He's uh, been featured in like episodes of French Prince of French Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, he's been on that. Um, he was basically like, you know, the, one of the very first, like, you know, Vegas residency guys, you know, he has that, oh, oh, here it comes. Oh, that's how boring Wayne Newton is to me. Um, Wayne Newton, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, one of those first like residency, like, you know, uh, he had that song, Donkey Shane, darling, Donkey Shane. That's Wayne Newton. Some of you may know it. Some of you may not. Um, but incredibly talented. Wayne Newton turned 80 this year, 80 years old. And he's still up there strutting and bouncing or whatever. Um, it'll be interesting because, you know, he, I, I was, I was joking with my mom. I'm like, you should throw like a pair of like old lady panties at him. Just these gigantic fucking beige colored that you know I, I, it's not like there was thongs or anything like that really when he was at his height of success but it would be funny to see the size of the underpants being flung an old old wayne um he's also one of those guys who's had plastic surgery and looks all fucked up in the face now it's a shame i just wish these people were just like just old just age it's nothing wrong it's nothing wrong with aging but i uh, got her wayne newton tickets some decent seats i'm gonna go with my mom yeah uh, you know i'm gonna have a drink she seems to think she's not going to drink. Well, let's see. Let's see if Vegas gets the better of her. But um, that's what I bought this week. I bought the Wayne Newton tickets. So we're going to go see old Wayne Newton. And um, I got a nice little cabaret table. Not unlike the one that, oh, I can't talk about that. We haven't talked about our Vegas trip yet. So to be continued on that one. But yeah, I got a nice little table, a couple of seats. There are like general, there, there, sorry, there, there are is, uh, there is a general admission table. There are general admission seats. I say table seats, seats where you just sort of sit in theater style, but at the front of the cabaret room, there's some cabaret tables and chairs. And I wanted to sit, have a place for my drink somewhere where I can hide my phone and play games on it if I'm bored. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, that's, that's one of my gifts to her. Again, I'm done paying for her flights. I'm, I'm taking her to Vegas, but I'm going to, I bought her Wayne Newton tickets. So there you go. There you go. Like, you know, I think Christmas can be the the flight or birthday can be the tickets. You know, there'll be all sorts of other nice little things we're going to do, but I'm a good time. Going to have a good time with my mom. Uh, looking forward to it too. I was talking to some other buddies who are like, oh, Vegas. I'm like, yes. Why is no one traveling there? It's actually, it's, it's a fun spot. 
And it's, it's funny because Crystal's always like, you love Vegas. And I'm like, I, I always feel like I want to be defensive, but I mean, she's kind of right. I do really enjoy going there as much as I've only been there twice in the last 10 years. Gosh, darn it. But within this calendar year, I'm hoping to go, um, well, sorry, within a, a 12 month period, because you can't say calendar year. I went with Crystal 2022, going with my mom 2023, going to go with the, her and the kiddos 2023. But um, within the 12 month period, I will have gone twice. I'm hoping to maybe squeeze one little short trip in somewhere, February, March, but, uh, yeah. So, so did that got her some tickets. All right. What else are we going to talk about? Let me, let me, let me move this little fucker along. We're 11 minutes in. I feel like I've said a uh, little to nothing. If you're still here, thank you. Um, I hung out with my buddy, Jad. I was talking about that truer thing. We, we did that over the course of the weekend, but we had some time before and afterwards. And, uh, my buddy Jad and I did a hangout. We went to, uh, the Rito center, which is what still has me in this like Christmas shopping mode, man. You're seeing all these, these sales, all these items and I'm trying to be good. Son of a bitch. What's with the yawning? Okay. Have some of this coffee. Two of my signature one man podcast things. If this is somehow your first episode. Yawning while I'm talking and slurping beverages. It's not even how I drink on a regular basis. Just that, that slurp has become <laughs> every call, every, every podcast, everybody's going to have a thing. It's like, what's, what's your hook, Josh? You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I bore myself and I slurp coffee. <laughs> um, maybe it's because I know how all of these stories end. It's very hard to be compelled when you know how everything ends, but, uh, I try to think of anything really interesting. I'm really excited to tell you guys about this holiday gift guide thing, at least to the point where some of you will want to reach out and uh, not reach out, but, uh, go online and sort of scope out what these things are that I'm talking about. Um, we went to the Rito center. One of the days, um, I'm really trying to think if there was anything of note at all. Um, it's just a good, good time. We went for a walk. I, I was doing some of, uh, my other, my other work too. Of course, my, my skip the dishes, uh, installations, whatever. So we walked to some of the spots in the market, but, um, really wasn't a whole lot, you know, again, as much as I'm a consumer at heart and I love looking and spending, we, we popped into lush and I got some samples for, uh, for Jad. They bought a really wicked bar of soap that they have. It's an argan oil soap. And, um, I am not kidding when I say it is absolutely amazing and, and more on lush later. All right. I got an email from my good friend and we're going to address some of this lush stuff, but I digress. Um, we also, the following day, Sunday, we went to bed, bath and beyond and bed, bath and beyond is making me really sad. Um, I loved bed, bath and beyond. Let me, let me put it to you guys this way. All right. Um, bed, bath and beyond is a fun store where they get weird shit in that you don't necessarily think of. You know, it's not like it's out to right left field. Like if you want to go for towels and stuff like that, they'll, they'll have that. But I find during the holiday season, you can go in there and when you first walk in, there's a section of like aisles, which believe me, this time was not there sadly, but you go up and down the aisles, they have the elf on the shelf stuff and all the different, you know, accessories and stuff. Cause most places just carry the elf on the shelf, maybe something small else, but this place would have like an entire aisle of, of elf on the shelf stuff. And it would be you know, clothing and, and spec like scenery and ideas and little accessories. It just, you know, I don't really give a shit about this stuff, but Crystal and the kids love the elf on the shelf. Um, I love seeing her ideas with the elf on the shelf and, uh, these things definitely help facilitate some ideas. Um, but in previous years I've found like Sega Genesis 
um, emulators where it was kind of like that, that Nintendo classic or whatever that they were selling for a while. Well, these emulators were up first, Sega Genesis and like Atari and stuff like that. It'd be like 39 bucks, 39 bucks. You pick it up. It's got two controllers. It plugs into your TV via like HDMI or whatever. And, and it's got like, you know, 50 games on it. And it was a great gift for $40. You can go out and two people have fast food and it's $40. So the idea that you could give someone sort of retro as they call it games, um, was awesome. It was super cool, but you would find all sorts of other things. I, I found like cotton candy makers in the past and, and you know, the fuck is this? Oh, let's see if it's important. Worth interrupting me. Okay. Yes. This is a test of Ontario alert ready system. There is no danger to your health or safety. If this was an actual emergency. Why? We already know what the fuck is vibrating. Oh, my watch is going shit, ape shit too. That's, um, that's absolutely insane to me. Um, those things go off all the time. They clearly work. And now they're just doing one of the tests. Um, I don't know why it's like, we're testing it. Well, how do you know that we all didn't get it? Right. You know, and if, if you didn't know that we were getting all those previous ones, how the fuck do you know we got this one? Goddamn derailing my brain. All right. They had like popcorn makers and, and sorry, ice cream makers and, and cotton candy makers like bed bath used to be so fun to just dick around at the holidays. And they'd have like hot sauce packages and, all sorts of interesting, fun stuff. And what was great about it was if you didn't quite know what you wanted to get somebody, if you had people on your list that you're like, I don't know enough to really, you know, but, but to get something interesting and, and, you know, conversation started, whatever, it was a cool spot to go. I don't know if you guys remember this, but home sense used to be a place where you could go and get stuff that, that other places didn't have. And, and it was a lot of like decor and, and interesting stuff. And now I'm going to say a disclaimer that I'm not a hundred percent sure that this is how the business model works, but it's been my understanding that this is how it works. Um, and I've seen evidence of it that strongly supports it, but, um, HomeSense, Marshalls, and Winners is all owned by the same company. I think it's TJX or something like that. And the idea with this, this company is like they get. Uh, products that are either, you know, uh, a bad batch, like, so there's a lot of food stuff and things like that there, but it's like, they get products that are like a bad batch where it's not unhealthy. It's just not as good as it's supposed to be. May have been missing something. They get products with slight defects that can't be sold at higher tier places elsewhere. So like, it's, it's like the same as winners, right? Winners is like the clothing, but like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but every single one of those stores seems to have elements of the other guys stuff in it, but effectively it used to be that, you know, these things were defective uh, in some capacity, but still sellable and you would get them for a really good price. Um, so you'd go in there, you'd find all sorts of neat shit and it was a fun store to go. And even if you didn't buy anything, they just had so many unique things that you didn't always see. Um, now they're becoming very like, and for, for quite some time. And I don't mean like, oh, since the pandemic, I mean like for quite a few years before that, I found that, you know, you go shopping at HomeSense and it's like, okay, when I go in like the, the, you know, the kitchen section, it's going to be like 97 different type of French press coffee makers. You know, there's going to be a whole shelf of coffee syrups, zero calorie, you know, Torini or Torino coffee syrups, all zero calorie and Ooh, English toffee, whatever, all that shit, you know, then you look at the price and it's the same price that it sells for on Amazon. So there's no discount anymore. You know, and then you'll see like, oh, vegan cookie mix, like just stuff. It's not really, um, unique anymore. I used to see like little gadgets and gizmos like that. Honestly, the type of stuff that you see on Instagram ads now 
where, you know, it's like, oh, it's like a little silicone thing you throw in the bottom of a frying pan and then it keeps all your eggs together, which I bought one of those and it doesn't. The eggs run right underneath the thing and, and <coughs> what you end up doing is having to try to peel the, like pull the thing up without losing your eggs. You can't flip it over. Your eggs are literally fused to both sides of it. Um, you know what I mean? So like the things you see on, on line where you're like, oh, that looks neat or nifty and oh, look, it's only six bucks because it's at, at home sense or whatever. Um, I find that everything is now the same price as everywhere else. Um, it's, it's not, it's not interesting to shop there. And then, you know, when I discovered bed bath, Lord knows how many years later, I was like, oh, like I, I never really was like, oh, this is like my new home sets, but it was like, I had that novelty of going in and seeing stuff at a reasonable price and tons of ideas that I never would have guessed. Like, like, oh, cotton candy maker for 40 bucks. This is, you know, not a stocking stuffer per se, but this is like a great, you know, B or C tier gift for the kiddos. Like this will be fun for them. You know what I mean? And it's a nice big box. Like there was, there was you son of a bitch. Um, sorry. That's my have a shake reminder. So I think I'll pause the podcast and do just that. Uh, trying to, what, what thought do I leave in my head to bring me back here? You know, that's what, that's what my, my bed bath was. Bed bath was my fun place to go and get ideas for the holidays. And even honestly, um, it was even a cool place to go. I might hang off with this shake, but it was a cool place to go to just see all sorts of wacky stuff. And of course, like as I, maybe, maybe, you know, there's more stores like this. I shop around. I, I am a consumer. I love going to stores and, and looking around. Crystal doesn't like it mostly because I spend too much when we go, but, um, I like going to the stores. I remember like as a young man, uh, being like, I want to take, you know, good care of my bedding. I want to have proper, you know, this, that, and the other furniture or whatever. So I do enjoy, um, those types of stores. Maybe a lot of guys don't. They're like, yeah, I bought a towel from Walmart once and that's the one towel I have or whatever. Like, I don't mind, um, looking at home stuff. I don't, I've been to bed bath before for Nespresso machines and, and sales and things like that. So like, it's a good spot to go and, and see things that, you know, they still have stuff you wouldn't think exists. Like, um, they had a pickle jar opener thing, like an as seen on TV pickle jar opener. By the way, the as seen on TV store, also another example of a place that used to be fun, have good deals. Now you go in there, everything is insanely overpriced. And that price that they show you is for their members only. And then a way tiny, tiny fine print in the bottom right corner of the price tag is like the actual price. So the whole idea is like, you're already, you're already paying way too much as a quote unquote member. I don't think they charge anything for it, but it's just one of those like, ugh, do you have to like track my shit and send me emails all the time? Um, but that used to be a place that was fun to go in and look at all these goofy things. Anyways, back to Bed Bath. They had a, a pickle jar opener where it was like this little, I don't know if any of you have ever seen it, but it's like a, a contraption that goes on top of the, the, the lid. And then like these two little green arms will come down and like with stoppers and, and grab the side of the jar. And then the top twists. Uh, and it just, as soon as it pops, like, that's it. All right. The jar is open for you. And I thought about getting one of these for, for Crystal because of her cerebral palsy. She has limited mobility in her right hand. And a pickle jar is something that can be tough with two hands. So I just thought, yeah, put this in your pickle jar. But the thing is, it doesn't just work for pickles. Of course, it can work for pasta sauce jars and any kind of jars that might be a little difficult to open. So... I don't know if I ever got one. I think I, like I asked, I, I saw it and I'm also like really impulsive. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm very impulsive in the sense that like I see something, I go, oh my God, she would love this. And then I just buy it because I'm a consumer. 
You know what I mean? Like I won't fault. Some things are, are hard. Some things are ingrained in us. Like I'm a, I'm a consumer. I know I'm not right. And I'll never defend it. Um, but I, I do enjoy that. And I enjoy just the look of giving somebody I love just a gift out of nowhere that, that they weren't expecting. Um, I don't want that. It's funny because a lot of times they say that you speak the love language that you want and, and gifts are one of the five love languages, but, um, I don't necessarily want gifts, but it's just that sometimes I don't always know how to support. So it could be one of those situations where someone's like down or whatever, and you're like, oh, I want to make you feel better. And I just, I just don't know what to do to make that happen. Uh, so sometimes just knowing that you can get somebody a little something that brightens their day, you know, um, I, I often find that when I'm shopping, I'm not necessarily thinking of myself. I'm thinking of like others or somebody I care about. Um, cause I'm just that kind of guy. No, um, it's so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like to, I like to not only shop and explore and ask questions and learn about new stuff, but I, I enjoy, you know, if the end result can be giving it to somebody that I care about and making them smile. So yeah, I'll see something and go, oh my God, so-and-so would love this. And I've had to really pull back the reins again. Like Crystal and I have agreed no Christmas presents for each other yet. I've, I've already bought a few things that I've mentioned you know, um, which is crazy. I'm going to get that gift guide. I got to get you guys, guys, this gift guide soon. I, I wanted to give it to you last week. Just the podcast was so long and, uh, 24 minutes in this one, I don't think will be, sh I don't, I, it'll be shorter than the last one. But once I start talking about the stuff, um, it might, uh, it might, it might get going. So, um, anyways, the whole point was bad bath, um, has now started to, to go the way of, uh, home sense in the sense that I'm really not. Um, I, we walked in the door and it was like the whole front section was just empty. Um, there was like, it, there was, there was like a couple tables there, uh, with some shit on it, as opposed to like these, these like shelves, like racks, you know what I mean? Like shelves, you walk up and down an aisle and there's shelves with shit on it. Like said, it's just like, Oh, all the shelves are gone. And there's just a few tables with some random things on it. I really didn't see anything. I'm, I'm trying to think of anything that stood out at all. Um, yeah, I, I really can't. They, they had like a couple elf on the shelves. They, um, that whole section that I was referring to before didn't exist. Wasn't there. Um, I, I saw like a little ice cream, a single pint ice cream maker. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. 34 bucks. I'm like, that would be cool to make your own ice cream at home. So I'm like looking at the back and it's like, you know, I'm trying to find the instructions. So I open the box, pull out the instructions and go like, what do I need? Do I have to buy their like pre-made ice cream stuff? Like, is it gonna be expensive? Um, also, you know, fat fuck hungry. I'm like, oh my God, ice cream's amazing. So I'm like looking at, uh, at the thing and it's like, oh, chill the cup, um, in the freezer for 24 hours ahead of time. I'm like 24 hours. And then it's like, okay, add in your, your mix and then turn the machine on and wait, you know, 24 hours. It's like, like if I want ice cream, I don't want it two fucking days from now. You know, I want it now. And I understand ice cream takes some time, but Jesus Christ, um, you know, and it's not like, I don't know, I guess you could just take it out once it's done and start prepping some more, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there's a way to do it. I mean, it was also high. <laughs> so I don't know that little ice cream maker. Then I found a full size ice cream maker. And I'm like, yeah, I could, I would do that. You know? And I was like, do I have to buy their stuff? I found out. No, there's like recipes of it. You're like, you know, this, what, whatever cream, sugar, yada, yada, yada. And then you stick it in the thing. I don't know. Ice cream. I don't need an ice cream maker in my life. It's the same reason I don't buy a deep fryer. Having a deep fryer in the house is dangerous, but let me know if you have a deep fryer, uh, air fryers are not so bad. 
obviously like they're way more healthy. It's like a different kind of sort of baking thing, but, uh, I, I like the air fryers. Um, I have an air fryer. It's at crystals. Currently I was going on, uh, it's going on the hometown hockey tour last year around this time. And I, I left it with her. I think she's used it zero times. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to check in on that. I think I'm going to, I'm going to make some friend, friendly fries. I might go to a grocery store deliberately to buy French fries just to use the air fryer, even though I'm not eating that shit and make them French fries just so they know how special I think they are. God, I'm a good guy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. I am all over the place, guys. I feel loopy. If I'm being honest, I'm not, I'm not high and I haven't partaken in cannabis for, for some days now. Um, I didn't get enough sleep. That much is true. So maybe I'm just tired. Um, I didn't see anything noteworthy. That's the sad thing. And like I said, the store looks emptier and emptier and emptier. And I don't know if you've ever been to like a target before they pulled out of Canada or just a store that's going out of business. doesn't matter which bed bath I go to anymore. Like I I'm so kind of done with home sense. If I'm, if I'm around one and I'm like with somebody who wants to go, I'll go in, but I've been so disappointed by what I've seen in there for some time. And now that's happening to bed bath. I even remember going with my mom to bed bath saying it's like, it's home. It's like home sense. Now it's boring. I go, we've gone like two or three times in a, like in a, you know, uh, in the span of a couple of years. And it's like, I think I said to her the last time I was there, I was like, if I go to bed bath, like one more time and it's like this, I think I'm done with it. And, uh, and I, I had that experience with Jad. Like it is just not fun anymore, which maybe seems weird because you guys are like a store is a store. How can it be fun? Hey, like that's part of the experience. I work in marketing, man, being, being fun and looking forward to going adds to the, the shop. You buy more when you're in a good mood. Um, and then we went to Costco and let me tell you guys one place that never disappoints is Costco. Costco is the warm shower after the ocean of disappointment that exists everywhere else. Did I see anything I liked at Costco? I always see things I like at Costco. I bought, uh, pants and I saw these really nice Calvin Klein's. They had these like really light denim Calvin Klein's, um, which almost like they, they don't look dressy at all because they're like light blue denim, whatever kind of faded in areas. Uh, not the, not the, I survived the bear attack or I was a rape victim, ripped up knees and legs and shit. Um, I, uh, that's what I always, what I think that's always what I think. I always say to like people who like when they first started doing that style, they're like, Oh my God, were you attacked by a bear? They're like, what? My God, just your pants are all ripped up. Are you okay? And they're like, it's the style. I'm like, I probably, the fuck is that? Why is everything attacking me right now? Fucking every phone device thing is going off. I got boxes falling. Fuck, like just something, like a box from something just slid and fell off my bed. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Trying to, I'm trying to protect myself from that rape victim comment. The world's trying to cancel me. I get distracted and never go back to it. Like, did he just make? That's all I'm saying is that you look like you were attacked of some kind. Some sort of attack that you fended off and that's what I hated the fact that this is style now because when I was young, I got everybody else's ripped up clothes and it was not the style then. I was the poor kid and now it's cool to look like the poor kid. Fuck you. Anyways, okay. Um, <laughs> I got two pairs of pants. I got 38s. I'm like, you know what? I've lost a little weight. I'm, my, my belt that I have is like cinched real tight. Even the new ones that I bought, I'm like, you know, I, I made the belt set them up for 40s and, you know, they would clip tighter than the, the one I was using. Like maybe I'm a 38, buy some 38s. Can't try on pants at Costco, bring them home. Guys, I put them on tons of room to spare. I'm like 38s too big for me. So the next day I, uh, I went to Costco and I bought, um, I bought different ones. 
about about a size down, 36s. And I got to tell you, I was a little worried 36s won't fit. And they were saying, I read when I got home that it said like, oh, flex or, you know, our blah, 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 flex denim. And it's not like it's got a rubber band built into it, but there's a little bit of give to it. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm only fitting into the 38s with room. Like, I don't know, maybe I won't fit in the 36s or if I fit in the 36s, maybe it's only because it flex denim, but I got two pairs of pants from banana Republic, also 36. Uh, and they fit guys, they fit. I am muy happy, uh, about my, my, my pants fitting. And I think that there's room that I can maybe even get down to a 34, uh, before, you know, or, or by the time I'm all done. So I can wear 36s with a belt. Um, I have no ass, so I, I think I can't wear any clothing without a belt, uh, at least not until I'm like, you know, thin, thin, thin. You're supposed to wear your pants. So here's the thing. I got a big gut and you're supposed to wear your pants, uh, one inch below your belly button. That's like the, the, the tailor, um, benchmark or whatever the tailor default setting, right? So when you're getting tailored, you put your pants on, they hold them. That's why they'll hold them up. Like if you're not wearing a belt and they'll, they'll measure and everything like that. And that's like pants are designed for even the, the, how far the groin sags to be based on the fact that you're wearing them higher. Well, I have a big belly and I don't dress myself like one of those old Southern lawyers who's got the pants pulled up around his bed. I say, so I say holding the suspenders and everything like that. I don't, I don't wear my pants. I, I actually wear my pants under my belly kind of pulled up underneath my belly around my, my, my hips, my actual waist. So my stomach does stick out and kind of go over them a bit, but because that's not directly below my belly button where they're supposed to be, I got an extra couple inches of sag in the groin. Well, I just, just want you guys to know, like also when they're, they're building the pants for like 42s where I started, uh, they're also putting more material in that area, assuming that you're filling them up a lot more. So, you know, just, just the, how low I don't have long legs to begin with be completely honest with you. I don't have long legs. They're a little disproportionate to my body. I've got a tall torso and, and shorter legs. And I will tell you right now when I'm wearing pants and the fucking crotch is sagging on them, it makes that situation even worse. So it's nice to be able to put on pants and just to sort of see that, that, uh, crotch line creeping up, you know, and of course the size to go down, the, the fact that I'm losing the weight is nice too, but there's just, uh, there's a million things that when you're not happy with how you look. Uh, affect you. I'm going to go ahead and just jump ahead. We're 33 minutes in and I really want to get to that gift guide. Um, <clears throat> point is I went out with Jad. We went to, to, to a couple different malls, uh, lots of different shopping, had a good time. The, the pants, I went back the next day, got 36, 36 is fit. Very happy about that. Excuse me. I'm coughing now too. Well, I had coughing to the list. I deposit and really hack up along there. Nothing came out, just dry all of a sudden. All right. Another slurp. Hmm. Sorry, guys, this is the bodily function podcast. Oh, another cough. All right. It's been a minute since I paused this thing. I did my, my shake. I got a bunch of other stuff and I know we were talking about me losing the weight and going on the size or whatever. So I feel like that's a good segue into, um, one of the shows that I was watching. Okay. Um, I, I didn't, I was going to talk about, you know, going to shop. I'll put a little pin in this, this first show here, but, um, I've even since pausing have totally subscribed to YouTube premium. Um, the amount of like reviews and stuff that I'm watching right now on a bunch of different subjects. And I'm, I'm, has anyone else noticed the commercials are way more frequent. Like you watch like a 20 minute video and maybe once in said video, you'd get like an ad. 
now it's like there's two before you start. You don't skip them anymore. Now they're like mandatory 16 seconds each. There's still a skip will come up on occasion. You're almost like, oh, thank God I can skip this one. But there's a ton of shit that comes up. Not happy. Not happy about it. My mom's like, oh, I don't want premium. I've watched like full on hour long documentaries that were ads. And I'm like, they could have put that for free. They paid to advertise to you. You know what I mean? Anyways, um, whole point is just, I'm, I'm on whether that should. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'd like answered some stuff that was popping up. There's email after email popping up and I'm like, holy fuck. Anyways, hung out with my buddy, Peter, who is like myself, um, you know, uh, on a journey of self, uh, discovery and health. Um, he's, uh, he's been working out with a trainer and stuff like that. So Pete's uh, very similar to me in terms of like what he's weighing these days. He's dropping. I saw him. He looks skinnier doing good, paying off. Keep going. Pete, big, uh, round of applause for Pete. Uh, onesie, uh, appreciate that he's working hard doing his thing. He's checking in on me every now and again, just being like, Hey man, how are you at? What are things looking like on the scale these days? Yada, yada, yada. So it was good. Uh, it was good chatting with him. Um, basically I had a conversation with him. Like we were chatting. I was telling him I'm going to Vegas. He's like, man, I got to go. And I'm like, well, there's, it's, it's reasonable. Like it's not stupid expensive to go to Vegas, you know? Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, Hey, just driving to Montreal, but at the end of the day, like round trip, 400 bucks apps and things like that. That'll give you free rooms. I mean, <laughs> what are we talking about here guys? Um, so we, we, uh, you know, I was driving uh, the next day doing some skip and high sense stuff. And, uh, and he gave me a ring. He was at Bayshore. Um, so I popped in to see him there. We poked around at a couple just little stores that were there to get a good little hot sauce place there that they got, uh, you know, that's another spot where we checked in the, you know, as seen on TV store and things like that. It was just a, you know, nice little hangout. And then he, uh, I had to run to the Costco in Canada. He was waiting for some of the Apple store. So he tagged along, shot the shit, had some, uh, some good times chatting with my buddy. Um, looking forward to hanging with him again soon. Um, so yeah, let's, let's move right past that. So I started watching this show. All right. So I, I've mentioned in the podcast before, one of the things that I was frustrated was about was the fact that, you know, when I lose all this weight or if I lose all this weight or whatever, there's gonna be a lot of excess skin and skin just doesn't retract itself. You know, over time, it just, it stays with, you know, if it's, if it's stretched out and, and abused, it's, it's just too, too far gone. You know, it doesn't fucking reel itself back in. So I was always like, it's going to be something that's fucked up. And I don't know how much my gut's going to be, you know, that tongue flap from, from click. Um, but there's a show on, um, uh, discovery, discovery plus. And I think this is where my brain got with it. It was like, it's like, it's like $5 a month with commercials or you pay $2 more for no commercials. I'm like, that's a fucking no brainer for me. Um, and I was teasing crystal about it cause she had it, but she had it with the commercials. Like, Oh my God, like watching shit. And it's constantly going commercial. I'm like, Jesus fuck Christ. And they're like, we don't mind them. I'm like, it's $2 more, two fucking dollars. Um, but she went and I uh, had at one point and was like, I surprised. Yeah. I, I upgraded. I was like, Oh, thank God. I love you so much. Um, I, I couldn't stand it. They were actually having fun for a while. Like just not getting rid of the commercials. Cause it bothered me so much, which I get, I get as a guy who likes to bother people and get destroyed from it. I, I totally get that. <sighs> I, I so deliberately do that. Oh my God, but that's a nice Nespresso coffee that they've got a holiday edition uh, that they um, partnered with like a pastry chef and it's like a raspberry coffee. It, it's, uh, you know, first off slurping, uh, aerates it more, you know, yeah. spreads it across your tongue and everything. You can taste flavor form. That's why they do, uh, that's why they do like slurping and shit like that when they're tasting <laughs> that aerates it and it gives you more of an idea of what it tastes like. 
You know, but who am I? Who am I? Just a, just a fine dining motherfucker. No, okay. All right. I'm so all over the map. Ah, uh, the coffee's good. Slurp, slurp. What the fuck was I saying? About the fat fucks and losing the weight and the extra skin. Oh, and I was talking about the, the, the Discovery Plus. That's where I was at. So, um, there was a show we were watching for a little while, my 600 pound life or whatever, or one of the 17 different fat fuck shows where they, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the biggest loser. Cause that's a, that's a competitive show, but it was like, I believe it was like my 600 pound life or something. And you're watching them go to the, the, <laughs> you watch them go to the bad story. I just thought of a horrible joke. Um, I like, it's, it's like, I, I'm self-deprecating. I talk about myself too, but like these poor people on the show, you know, shows them like going into the bathroom and just like scrubbing their folds with, with toilet brushes and shit like that. And this one guy goes to get in the tub, he leans on the fucking towel rack and boom off it goes <laughs> like, and, and these people are well, well beyond the worst I ever got. Like my legs are still in shape. My arms are still in shape. My chest is relatively, relatively in shape. Like I never got tits you know, throughout this entire thing. I never did. I just have a really big belly. Uh, I look like my grandfather. My grandfather was the same, you know, guy legs, arms, but, but big belly. So the belly's going down and, uh, and I'm happy. But then my barber was telling me, he's like, not only like, not only did I know I would have like, you know, uh, flesh left over, but, uh, my barber was like, oh yeah. And like your abdomen, like your, your fucking muscles get all distended and shit like that. And like, not only when they cut the skin off, they got to like, sew your muscles back into like place your abs. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Cause you guys like Hulk Hogan where it's like, they got, you know, muscles in their chest or anything. These fucking weird, you know, bloated starvation bellies still popping. And I'm like, I thought they had abs and it's like, no, they just look like shit. Anyways, all that is to say that I'm like, I know that that we get to the end of this and I'm not, I'm not out of the woods. In fact, I was hoping to see that and get excited and be like, yeah, and I can lose the skin too. And I can look at good afterwards, guys. It may have had the opposite effect. Um, the show is called skin tight. So one of the doctors who is in the, like my 600 pound life or whatever, where these people will get like gastric, whatever. I don't remember what it's called. I'll get you the name for next week. I believe it's like my 600 pound life, but it's one where they, they lose, they, they get the gastric bypass and, you know, they start losing the weight or whatever. Um, but the same doctor in that is then the doctor in the skin tight show. And it's not, I haven't, I don't think I've seen the same people from 600 pound life in the skin tight one. So this is a show about people who've lost like, you know, 400 pounds, 300 pounds and have all this extra skin. And, you know, the show is about them getting the skin surgery and looking better afterwards. And I was like, oh, great. Um, and I had watched one episode with Crystal before. And the two people who underwent it looked, looked pretty, pretty decent afterwards. And, and I mean, pretty decent. They still had some, a lot of the ladies on the show have like still like these chunky cellulite legs, even though they've lost the weight. Like, I guess the skin just has all that shit underneath. And I don't know if they keep going, if they'll burn more, whatever, but like they do like breast lifts. And then I guess those look okay. They can't show the titties on TV and I don't really care, but it's more, it really is more honest to God, the fascination of like, well, how does it look afterwards? But the guys holy fuck there was a couple guys who had to get like their chest done the big saggy skin titties whatever and they like put their nipples like four inches apart in the center of their chest and i'm like does this doctor not know where nipples are supposed to be and the nipples still like get erect and stuff like you see them later and they're like working out they're like oh i love my life i feel so good my body looks great and it's like it's like you got two nipples four inches apart from each other 
in the middle of your chest. And then I was like, oh, that guy just got like a shitty botched goddamn job. And then another dude, a few episodes later, same thing. Like, I don't think there was a single guy that didn't have weird ass, like one of his nipples was like oval. And then the other one was like perfectly round. And again, like, like four inches apart in the middle of his chest. I'm like, what is going on? And then, and then, and then that same guy had like this, this thing protruding from the middle of his stomach. Like it just looked like the skin wasn't, I don't know. I don't know. A little nuts watching this and seeing how like they get all stitched up and shit and the stitches like come undone and they start to get infected and they're all like, oh, it's like the worst pain of my life. And I'm like, fuck, if they like cut me up and sew me back together, like, I, like, I don't know. It's one of those things I'm doing like for this program to strategically be able to, to get the medical costs covered. But you know, now also this is, so there's a couple things, right? For starters, every single one of these people, almost every single one of them, if not every single one of them, the only reason I'm saying almost is that I just can't say for sure that every one of them said, but there's so many of them, if not all of them that were like, man, when I started this journey, if I had known I was going to have a bunch of extra skin, I don't think I would have done it. And then they all continue on to say that like, every time I look at all this extra skin, it just reminds me of how bad I was. And I still feel like that person seeing this reminder that will never go away without surgery. And I'm just like, Oh, like it's so discouraging because that was exactly the stuff that I was worried about starting this. And then, but I'm like, I'm going to watch this show for hope because like, you know, even if I get into some position someday where I have to pay for it, like, I want to know that I'll feel better. And, and, you know, like, like it's all for something. I'm not just going from being unhappy with my body to being unhappy with my body. These people are talking about like all the regimes they got to do to like tuck in their extra skin and they like, like short sleeve shirts are not an option for them. Yada, yada, yada. And, um, I don't know. I, I, I watched, I started watching it again, like to get inspiration to feel good. I'm losing the weight. We're going to get to this point myself. And it's just part of the journey. And then like all of them seem to, and, and then now a lot of them at the end were like, I feel so great. I feel, I love myself again. I'm not afraid to wear this, that, whatever. But when you look at them, they still look fucked up. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to, I like, I, I don't want anyone. I want them to be happy, but it's not like there's some shows where it's like, oh, the before and the after and the makeover and they look great. Or like there's, there was even a show called the Swan, which was a horrific premise. I mean, it was fascinating, but it was a horrific premise where like they would take people who like looked average or whatever, and they would plastic surgery the fuck out of them. Like people, sorry, when I say looked average, it was like, they looked like they had a shitty nose you know, and goofy teeth and everything like that. And they'd fix the teeth and they'd give them a nose job. And then they would do like bone surgery. It was literally like plastic surgery to be like, you are ugly. Let's make you pretty with surgery. The heartbreaking concept, but like they stay, they looked good afterwards. And as vain as that sounds, but it was like, okay, like it, there's a good end result. These people are just as happy as those other people are, but they look horrific afterwards. Horrific. Like if that's what I'm working towards and even like, I'm not even like, well, if I have to buy this, if I have to fork out like $20,000 and then I look like these fuckers. Now there's like seven seasons and I'm still in the first season. So I'm hoping that maybe the doctors after they got a few reps in starting to get better. But my thoughts are this couple things. So one of them gives me hope. And then the other one is like, no, I don't know. Um, the doctors that are doing this are on television. So part of me is like, well, you're, this is like your opportunity to, to really promote yourself. 
right? Like you'd think you would do the best job possible because this is for TV. They're, they're, they're going to show the world your fucking work and Jesus, it looks terrible. But the other thing is it's TV and there's probably a budget per episode. So maybe these doctors are like the budget that they have or whatever. These doctors are like, ah, I'll do it for that. Like maybe they're not doing every little bit. Maybe they're not doing as many follow-up surgeries. Like a couple of them have been like, oh, we're going to do your leg, like legs and your butt and whatever. And then we're going to do your chest and your arms and your, like, I don't know. I, and I know they can't do it all at once. It's a lot of trauma on the body and you got to make sure your stitches don't pop open and a lot of gross ass shit. And this shows like them take a big slabs of skin and dropping them over on the surgical table next to them. It's like, Oh, we took out 36 pounds. They come up to them with like a beer pitcher full of skin and be like, look what we took off you. And they're like, Argh. and I'm like, wow. Um, and there's weight too, which we, we, in the skin, they're like, Oh, we took like 32 pounds of flesh off you. And it's like, wow, that is heavy. And that's shit you're carrying around too, even when you're small. So, ah, but part of me is just like, maybe, maybe the show's like, we'll pay for like the one surgery and the other. And if you want any more than that, it's on you. So like, maybe they're, they're just like, they're getting the lion's, the bulk taken off. Right. It's like getting a haircut where they just debulk, but they haven't like finessed it and, and made it nice or whatever. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I'm hoping that maybe they start to look better in the second season. I'm hoping that maybe they, they have a budget, maybe for 99 cents, go to a dollar store and buy a ruler, keep those nipples, you know, more than four inches together. And they look fucking weird guys. They look fucking weird. Um, this is all my own fear stuff. I'm, so, I'm not sitting here trying to be judgmental or anything like that. I'm really not, but it's just like when you're, when you're like, I want to feel good again and I'm willing to work hard and pay the money or whatever I got to do, but to, to do, to do it all. And then just be like, I don't know. I'm, I'm fortunate. Excuse me. Oh, sorry to cough. It's like, it's like that, that uh, cough where you're just like, you just breathe in all of a sudden. Like somebody hits you in the back of the throat and your whole throat goes dry. I don't know why I'm coughing, but anyways, um, I'm fortunate that I have a woman who, who loves me for me. She loved me at my worst and I'm, and I'm fairly certain she'll still love me at my best. Um, so I don't feel like, you know, if I, if they sew my nipples two inches away from each other in the middle that, that she'll care, she'll probably laugh at me and we'll, we'll make fun of it together. But these guys who are like, oh, I'm, I'm alone and I'm single. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. The world is vain guys. I know that we all want the world to appreciate each other and, and respect each other's gender preferences and, and, and pronouns and things like that. Um, and I, and I want that for everyone. I want everyone to feel safe and, and loved and, and, and included. It's just, but at the same time, like, you know, the world is still the world and, you know, to, to feel, a sh I don't know. They're happy. That's really all that matters. They seem thrilled. I don't know if it's like, listen, we need you. We need a take where you're happy. Cause some of these people are like, you know, halfway through the thing. They're like, I just want this to be over with. I, if I had known it was gonna be like this, I wouldn't have done it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then at the end they're like, Oh, I love, I'm so happy. And, and it's just, this journey is just going to keep going forward. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You just did a 180. You still look the same way you did when you said that other thing. Anyways. Um, it, it did not have the effect that I wanted, but I did. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this. Yeah. They're all, I didn't know it started. So pretty look. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that, that, um, you know, if I, if I get the surgery and everything, like I say, if like, if I get to the place where I'll be able to get the surgery, not like if, if I want it, I want it, I want to lose the weight and I want to get the surgery. I want to feel good in my skin again. I want to be big fucking belly flopping around. I can't wait to be able to wear my pants one inch below my belly button, you know, dress up in a nice suit 
button up a shirt, wear horizontal lines again. A lot of nice things I'm looking forward to. Um, I watched some animal shows too. Um, when I was at Costco with Jad, I saw like just these nature things going by in 4k. And I'm telling you, man, the, the 4k is, is beautiful. The HD was beautiful. These nature shows are the ones that end up with the most stunning cinematography and everything like that. So I'm like, I got, I got fucking national geographic, but not showing much. They're really not, uh, one of the things that bothers me is like, as I'm watching like apes and, and sharks, sharks, they'll show them eating shit or whatever, but the, the apes fighting for dominance and stuff. They never show that they'll show like them fricking around, shaking a tree at each other and, and hitting their chest or whatever, but they don't show, I don't know. I was watching this Disney series, you know, when they had like chimpanzee and bear and all these different ones. And it's like, they had a lion one and it was like, oh, the, in the, in the scuffle, all the young you know, like when the two males were fighting, all the young children were, you know, lost in the scuffle, like, like, you know, lost. They don't say not lost. Fuck. Not lost in the scuffle, because that sounds like you could be able to make the argument for it, but it's like amongst all the turmoil, the, 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 the little ones got lost, got lost or whatever. And it's like, no, when a, when a male lion takes over a pride, he kills all the, the kids. Like, like call a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's something about like, if I'm watching nature documentary and I'm trying to learn, I, I know what happens just, just, I don't know, like viewer discretion is advised. This depicts nature the way it is. You know, so many people who can't handle the world way it is. If you're going to watch animals and be like, I want to learn how these animals interact and we're not seeing them in a box in a zoo. We're watching them in their natural habitat and their natural way of behaving. Like it's okay. You know, or literally be like the following scene shows, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, if someone can't handle it, let them back out. But it's like, it's not about that anymore. It's not about people being accountable for their own feelings. It's about, you know, ah, that might trigger me. So can you just take it right out and then give me some sort of story so I can handle life? Um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, the, the, they didn't show the apes fighting. They didn't show, they showed them fucking. But I don't know. I know that the Disney series chimpanzee and, and a couple of the other ones, they didn't show real stuff. They had like these little narratives and it's narrated by Tim Allen or Morgan Freeman or whomever else. I know that the one with Oscar chimpanzee was, was narrated by Tim Allen, but they had some other ones there, different animals and stuff like that. And it's more like cute narrative as opposed to the real the real way it is. And I don't know that bothers me, but, um, I watched the, started watching this one on sharks, shark attacks. So I find shark stuff fascinating. Who doesn't? There's a whole shark week, but it was done in like dramatic dramatization style or whatever. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was just funny. Like it that didn't keep my interest. They were, they was the drama, the dramatization was like really bad. I don't know. I, I like learning, but the, the like reenactments and stuff really take you out of it. I'd rather just show me footage from the day. Like, and obviously there's not always footage, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I watched like someone on, on hammerheads and stuff. I don't know. I like, I like the nature stuff. I like learning. I like documentaries. I like to just like, you know what? I don't know necessarily what I'm getting into or what I'm going to learn, but you know, give me a little something. I like that stuff. That's how I, I killed some, some of my time this week, uh, in between bouts of watching people have goddamn pot roasts sliced off their stomachs um all right where are we 54 minutes gift guide and then uh red's letter and then home all right gang 
Uh, contact at onemanpodcast.com if you guys want to share anything at all. Um, I, I do appreciate you texting and emailing and calling and, or not emailing, sorry. Uh, the one thing I can't get you to do. Uh, what does he want us to do? Okay. Any other medium? Uh, texts, messages, messengers, calls. I do appreciate it. And I do like connecting with you guys, but if you could send me an email from time to time, it makes me very, very happy. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. So moving on to my gift guide and I call it my gift guide this thus far, because I've had some fun this season, um, learning new things. So I'm going to start with the lush advent calendar, uh, that I bought crystal. It does not ship. Uh, actually I think it ships on the 20th, which is coming up uh, this week, but, um, the lush, the lush advent calendar, 24 days of, of lush products, open it up and it's big. It's a big thing. It's like a treasure chest. It's so big and it's $300, which is not cheap. It is not cheap. Um, but for $300, uh, you get 24 days of lush products. These are not little sample size things. These are full sized lush products. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe as we do it, we'll, we'll take a picture. Maybe I'll give crystal my login and, and she can share with you guys what's, what's coming out of it. But, um, it's, uh, if you know anyone who is a lush person likes their bath bombs or something like that, I will address a little bit more of this stuff in detail later on. And there'll be good reason why. Um, but it's a, it is a great gift in that that can be the Christmas present or holiday present in and of itself, but every day they're going to open up something that's very, very unique. And some things are exclusive just in the calendar. Um, but it's not just like bath bombs or something. There's, there's quite a lot of products in there that range and, and we'll go into it in detail a little bit. Also, uh, a cool little idea is Lush's monthly subscription box. Um, <clears throat> now I said this because I got it for crystal. We were there and, and we found out there was, there was definitely every single month there's exclusives, not to mention the fact that with the lush subscription, subscription box, <clears throat> $63 in Canada. I apologize. I don't know what that is. Uh, American. I'm going to assume somewhere around the $50 mark, but, um, the, uh, the, the, the monthly box, you, you get emails. Um, they show you the products of the thing they're putting in the next box. You vote on them. Um, so they try to fill the box with things like that there's exclusives. Uh, and I don't mean just like products, but sometimes there's things like notebooks and pins and, and actual like swag that you can get nowhere else, but in these lush boxes, but ha- I will sidestep from the lush box specifically and say that there are a ton of subscription services, um, that offer you like a monthly little surprise box and they are wicked cool. There's another company that I tried to order. And for some reason, like three months in a row, they were like, sorry, it's a little delayed. We're having issues. And I was just like, okay, well opt out, give me my money back. And I'm just I'm three months waiting for something and you guys aren't sending it. Um, I'm sure that's long since gone. I believe that was like the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think it was the beginning of the pandemic, which would explain why, um, they were having issues or maybe, maybe right before the pandemic. I don't know. I know Crystal and I weren't together, but I had shown her some videos. So I think it was like either the fall of like 2019. Um, yeah, I really, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when we first got back together, I showed her this stuff or whatever, either way. Um, if it's when we first got back together, it would make, make sense, but that's only, that was like, you know, close to two years ago. Anyways, company called snack crate. Um, they have YouTube videos online, which are cute to watch, give you an idea of sort of what comes in the box. They have different sized boxes available. And the whole idea is that every single month they will send you a box of, of random snacks that are available from a, from a particular country. Like they might have a Germany themed one or sometimes an area. Cause there is a Hawaiian themed one that I saw. They have one from Canada, which for here, no big deal. 
um, we can buy the stuff at the corner store, but they have, you know, uh, Japan and China and, you know, uh, Spain and all these different places in the world where the candy's different Mexico. Um, but it's, it's not just candy. It's everything from, you know, snack foods to gum, to candy, to whatever. And that's a cool idea of a gift. So if you give someone the gift at Christmas, like, Hey, I've got you keep in mind too, like subscription services are not like 12 months long. Like they used to be, you can get those, but you could buy someone a three or four month, uh, subscription to a subscription box, right? They've got ones called like loot crate where it's a bunch of cool little gaming stuff. You know what I mean? Little plushies and little basically, um, I don't know, goodies that, that, that are all video game themed and related. And just for the record, the reason it's called loot crate is when you're playing video games where you, you know, you can find little treasure boxes and stuff. They often refer to them as loot crates. So that's, what's kind of cool about it is you basically, Oh, I got my own loot crate, open it up. What's in here, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's all sorts of ones they have, they've got uh, butcher box, right. Is another one that you hear about where it's, it's, you know, premium grass fed meats, uh, brought to you every month. Um, they've got promos for, if you order it, you get free bacon for a year or free family mignon for a year or whatever it is with the purchase of your box. Um, they've got stuff for, for dogs. I think there's one called bark box or something like that. But the whole point is that you can, you can go online. I'll bet you there's YouTube videos that have, that are all just about subscription boxes and you can get some ideas there, but, but the idea of getting someone a monthly subscription box, that's something they don't just get in store, uh, where they can, you know, every month they look forward to it for, for me and the, the lady, it was to get her the, the lush monthly box. Um, she, she loves having the baths. She loves their products. And then, then that, you know, there's so many exclusives that this is the only way to get them. It seemed like a no brainer to me, a nice little thing that I could do. Uh, moving on. I don't have too, too many of these guys, but I definitely want to talk about them. Um, Dyson air wrap. Um, this is like, uh, this is a, a product to, to basically curl women's hair. Um, it does a lot of actually thing. It does, does a lot of things. Actually, it does uh, hair curling long or short hair curl, uh, thinner or wider curls. It has like an attachment that does like, um, you know, defrizzes for flyaway hairs. You basically run it through your hair and it, and it just pulls everything down and gets rid of the flyaways. Um, it's a Dyson, so it's not cheap. It's $749 Canadian. I don't know what it retails for in the States, but again, just doing smart math, I'm going to assume somewhere around the 599 mark, um, or 549. But, uh, yeah, I can look this shit up, but fuck you. <laughs> look it up yourself. I, I, I run my mouth too much. Um, and this project will just keep taking longer and longer. I was like, before I was like, oh, what is it? Oh, 1244. It's 214 right now. You know, that's how many times I've paused and stopped and done other things. And I still need to get it edited out and then move on with my life. I got shit to do. I got shit to do guys. Jesus Christ. Um, the Dyson air wrap is something that a lot of women talk about. Um, I saw a video, I was watching a video with Crystal for gift ideas and they brought up the air wrap and she was like, oh my God, it was the first time in the video that like her eyes perked up and she actually looked like excited. She indulges me with a lot of YouTube videos. I'm more excited about shit than she is sometimes, but she, uh, she absolutely was like, oh, that looks so good. Oh my God. I love it so much. Uh, didn't ask for it immediately. She was basically, oh my God, that looks so amazing. I love it. Honey, honey, look at me, look at me, honey, don't buy it. I was like, what? She's like, don't buy it. And then within five minutes, I had, I had purchased it from Nordstrom and I was like, I'm going to pick it up later today. Uh, not cause I don't listen. I was like, I was like, I'll justify it, honey. We'll get it for your birthday. Your birthday's in May. I'm like, I'll get it for you for your birthday. But these things are popular. I go, it's like, this was like November 1st. I'm like, they're already in videos, you know? And, um, 
I'm not going to lie. I went to the store and I had already bought it. I was just picking it up. And the person who was the Dyson rep there was like, you didn't make a bad purchase. They're like, just for the record, you didn't make a bad purchase. Uh, these things have been in store for like a couple days now. And I've already sold several of them. Like, like you, you won't be able to get one, um, come, come Christmas time. Like, you know, like, like I would say early to mid December, it'll be like, we'll get one or two at a time trying to refill and then they'll be hard to get to be gone before you can get it. Like you won't be able to order them. So they're like, they're like, you did a good thing picking it up early, which is again, one of the reasons I'm trying to get my shit done early. If I see something I like for somebody that I know I want to get them, I want to have plenty of time for shipping, right? A lot of you think, oh, Amazon, whatever I want, it'll come the next day. A lot of things are readily available on Amazon all the time. Larger big ticket items that are being shipped to stores for retail and stuff like that are not always easy to get. Some things do have a two week turnaround time. Not everything is easy to get on Amazon. If you can get on Amazon, by all means, get it and get it now. Things also go out of stock. Okay. So you can't just go, it's on Amazon. I'll get it later. If it's on there, get it, have it the next day and put it aside, you know, wrap it if need be, but, but get it out of the way. I mentioned the Dyson air wrap because it is the, the, the Dyson products are very, very popular. It was a very, very popular item last year. And this year they have released a new model. Um, the old, they have two different models this year. They have a long and a short haired version. Um, so the short haired version is for chest length hair. So it goes all the way down to your chest and then long hair version is for any longer than that. Now, the reason they've, they've got two different ones is that the attachment that you put on it to curl the hair, the long one has a longer attachment and the short one has a short, shorter one. I was asking, uh, rock at Nordstrom in the Rito center here in Ottawa, um, the rep, and, uh, they said that it was. Um, I said, is there any difference that, cause I, I, somehow I had ordered the long one. I thought I was ordering the short one cause Crystal's hair is not down to her chest. And rock was saying that, that the long hair one is fine. I was like, there's no disadvantage to the long one. Like I was trying to exchange it. And, and they said, there's no disadvantage to the long one whatsoever, but the short one, because it's a shorter thing. If you have long hair, which crystal does grow her hair at times, if you have long hair, it's going to take way longer to do it. It's gonna be a giant pain in the ass. Like, well, then why do they even make the short version? And they just shrugged. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's not, it won't be there, but the difference between this year's and last year's is that this year's has, um, there's a little direction turner on the top. So instead of having two attachments, because like one is like, if you curl the hair one way and then the other one goes on and curls the hair the other way, um, I guess it's maybe with the way the air flows out of the vents to like to, to help dry the hair while it curls. I don't know. I'm a guy. I've never used these things. My pubic hair curls naturally. Waka waka. Anyways, um. And I don't have enough hair on my head to try to curl. Uh, when my hair grows out, it does get a little curly and I don't like it. I don't like it. So, um, then yeah. And the new one has the flyaway attachment and a blow dryer and all sorts of stuff. It's, uh, I got it for crystal brought it back. She used the next day. She loved it. She's played with it. She goes, Oh my God, I love it so much. And I was like, great birthday presents out of the way. I'll still get her a little something because I love her too much, but, but I just, I knew she wanted it. And here's the thing. I bought her the Dyson hair straightener last year or this year. I don't remember what time it was. Uh, yeah, it was like this year around her birthday. I think a little before whatever. Anyways, there was a big thing. Power went out here. She, her car got smashed in the process, everything. And there was no power. She showered at her sister's place across the city that still had power. Um, and her sister had one of these hair straighteners and again, $750 hair straightener, like Jesus. But uh, I think you get them for six ninety nine actually, but I got her like a special edition Prussian blue with, with whatever. Um, and 
she's she's saying how like she was using her sisters and she's like oh i love it i love it so much um and the justification is like i see her get up every day and straighten her hair and honestly guys like we we blow close to two thousand dollars on our phones for like two years and then we do it again and it, the justification it's a tool you use every day so the the hair straightener is not going to only last two years and it's something that she wakes up every day she uses she said that not only does she love using it it makes her hair like you know it gets it straight nice and quick but she's mentioning that her hair actually feels healthier now um and it's because this thing has like a temperature gauge in it where it where it measures your temperature uh, sorry, measure the temperature a hundred times a second or something like that, just to make sure that it's not burning your hair. Um, so again, that, that price tag is a little high. Uh, I won't, I won't deny that, but if you are, uh, maybe a, one of my onesies, a feller looking for something nice to get his lady again, if she's got short hair, um, not a, not a thing to get, you'll just break her heart. Uh, here you go. Uh, that doesn't work on here. They're short. You never like anything. I get you. And never like anything. I try so fucking. Anyways, um, you uh, you may this is this may be a great gift, or you know this is this is gonna be like like if you're a Josh, because I'll go into a place and I'll ask a million questions, and I'm asking because I am interested in buying. I'm not just wasting someone's time. Some people are afraid to ask questions. Like, oh, I don't want to waste your time. It's like, well, you're curious. You're looking to make an informed decision. Um, what I'm getting at is that Rock had said there was a hair straightener that they liked better in the store. And they said it's like half the price of the Dyson and it, uh, it has hot plates on both sides. So the Dyson has plates on both sides, but I don't know if it's hot. They say they were saying that it's like hot on one side and cold on the other. And it's like, that's how it like measures it or whatever. And honestly, rock was just like, I don't use that one. I, I like this one. That's half the price. Can't remember the brand or I'd share it with you. But my suggestion is wherever you are, wherever you live again, YouTube's always an option compare, you know, hair straighteners, Dyson versus, and then just see what it comes up with. Okay. And then be, you be the judge, but hair, but a, but a quality hair straightener, you can get ones guys that are like little fucking waffle irons for 20 bucks. They don't work. We've actually gotten a few different ones under the $40 mark for Michaela and some of them work, some of them don't. But you know, if you care about the person. Um, do a little research. If you want to go Dyson, they won't be disappointed. But if you want to see if you can save some money and still get them like an awesome quality one, there's ones for like three, $400 that'll still do the trick. But that's my, my gift giving suggestions in terms of the Dyson hair straightener or the Dyson air wraps. Depends if she likes to curl the hair, you can't straighten with the air wrap. And, uh, now the, the hair straightener, however, I've seen the videos where they'll take the hair straightener and they'll curl it. Uh, they'll take, they'll basically clamp down on the hair and then they'll curl their hair around the straightener and then pull down on it. Almost the same way as when you like take a blade and you, you slide it along a, a ribbon and it, and it curls the ribbon up. It's the same idea. So you can create a curling effect with the Dyson hair straightener and other, I, I think other hair straighteners. Um, but the air wrap that does like really nice big curls and everything like that amongst other things, um, cannot straighten. It can just pull the flyaways. I don't think it straightens. Fuck. I don't know. Compare them. But, uh, those are two products that I guarantee you that, that even Crystal was saying, like she went to work with her hair done and everyone was like, Oh my God, your hair looks amazing. And she's like, yeah, Josh got me the air wrap. And everyone was like, Oh my God, how do I get my man to buy me that? Um, so for what it's worth, if you're listening, that's, that is not a gift that, that you're going to fail at. All right. 
Um, if your lady does her hair, or whatever you will, you will level her up several times, uh, getting one of those two things, you know, and if you're a baller, get both. Uh, and if you're a piece of shit, get neither. No. Um, another thing I'm going to suggest, um, I picked this up when I was at Bayshore with mix and I have tried it out. This are some of the cheats that I'm talking about. I've tried it out on uh, a couple little things. I tried it on some breakfast that I got from farm boy. So it was like scrambled eggs, bacon, and sausage, all keto. Um, this is a sauce called truff T U R F F. Um, comes in a, in a couple different styles, but it's signature flagship, whatever is like a black, a black bottle with white writing vertically. It's called truff T U R F F. And what it is, is it's supposed to be a truffle oil, uh, truffle infused hot sauce. However, I have to very honestly and sincerely tell you that it's not that hot. And by not that hot, I mean, it's not really hot at all. Frank's red hot is hotter. And some people go, well, Frank's is really hot. Pff, fine. Frank's red hot is hotter. This I've actually tasted barbecue sauces. And I don't mean barbecue sauces that were like, oh, mesquite and the, just a regular sweet, you know, it, it, it's almost like just a little bit hotter than like Diane's barbecue sauce. It is not a, it's not a hot sauce. It's called a hot sauce, but it's not a hot sauce. In fact, when you pour it on and you taste it, you feel some heat build, not spice. You feel like some heat build where it's almost like, oh, like you're tasting it and you're like, oh, here it comes. And then just nothing happens. It just sort of builds and stops. And I don't mean builds. Oh, it's spicy. Oh, it's getting spicier. Oh, it's no, it's like, it's like, okay. Oh no. Now I taste what's going to be hot sauce. And no, really? Like it's not going to be spicy or anything. Um, so this stuff, you can get it on, uh, there was, I, I went into a little chili chili store in, um, in Bayshore, they were selling it for $24.99. You can get it on Amazon for about, I think $21, um, which I would strongly suggest it's at your door the next day and you don't have to go anywhere, but they sell. So, um, I, I cannot recommend the sauce more. So even over the course of the week with some of my other cheats, I actually, uh, bought the, the chicken salad that they have at Costco. So chicken, mayo, celery, um, all keto allowed. And I even bought some keto wraps and I'm telling you guys, I like, I drizzled like a little line at the bottom of the wrap, scooped some of the, the chicken salad, put a little bit on top. Oh my God. It's so fucking good with this sauce. This sauce is so good. I even did it just to see if it was because I haven't eaten and that's why it tastes so good to me. But I even did it with Frank's afterwards where I put like a line of Frank's down, boom, 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 a couple scoops, and then some Frank's on top. So much better with the truff sauce guys for like 20 bucks. Um, you can get this sauce and they actually deliver when you buy it in the store, you just get the bottle, but uh, delivered from Amazon. It comes in a nice little box that you can wrap nicely. It's not a gorgeous box. It's just like your standard cardboard box. It's black on the outside, but it, it looks halfway decent. Um, that's, I, I, I have got one for someone on my list. It was that good. And I'm like, this is somebody that I care about and I think will appreciate it. Um, this stuff is good enough to like, just mix into rice. You can just make rice or may, maybe potatoes. I don't know if the, the, the flavor, but you really taste the truffle absolutely delicious. And we're talking like decadent, you know what I mean? You're not, you're not putting the sauce on and going like, okay, yeah, it's like, it's a barbecue sauce. It tastes delicious. I was referring purely to the heat. Like when I say, oh, truffle infused hot sauce, and you're like, oh, I don't want, it is just a sauce that is amazing. More and in, more indicative of a barbecue sauce or a hot sauce sort of category. 
But if you don't even like spicy, I, I really can tell you honestly and sincerely that at no point did I ever feel like I was eating hot sauce because, <laughs> excuse me. Um, by the way, I had it like three days ago. So the coughing is not like a spice residual. There's no, there was no Bernie butthole afterwards. Um, but I'm just saying that like something that's like a flavor. I even, when I was there in the store, I was like, Hey, I saw a YouTube video that suggested this sauce. And the guy behind the counter was like, Oh yeah, I bought a bottle of it. My girlfriend and I, like we put a little bit of it on our pizza and it was so good. And, uh, I, he's like, I looked at her and I'm like, are we using the whole bottle tonight? She's like, Oh Yeah. And it was like, they, I guess they had other snacks and things like that, that they used it on. But between the two of them, they polished a ball of night. I don't know how you could do that because I felt like I was using it excessively. Like I've used it quite a few times. I even have like a little, I had these little keto like crackers and I would put like a little drop on, on the cracker and it just so, so flavorful. It was incredible in the chicken salad. I think I tried it on like one or two other things. Oh, that's right. I had it on the breakfast and it was, and it leveled up the breakfast big time. Like. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. If you're not like, I'm not, I'm not telling you to buy a $300 advent calendar. I'm not telling you to buy a $50 subscription box every month. I'm not telling you to buy $700 license. I'm saying if you know somebody who's maybe would identify as a bit of a foodie or likes to try things that are a little out of the norm, um, you're not going to see a ton of, uh, what is it? Uh, truffle hot sauces. Now, having said that. All right. I'm not pulling back, but having said that, um, there are some other options. Sorry to fix my mic. I don't know if you could hear me fiddling with it while I was talking. Um, so truff has two other sauces. They have a truffle extra hot or even hotter. I don't remember what it's called, but that, that one I have not tasted yet. And then they have a white truffle infused hot sauce. So there's black truffle in the standard, but I think black truffle in the even hotter. And then the, uh, and I think they add a, a different kind of pepper to the even hotter to make it spicier. And then of course there's the white truffle sauce. So both of the standard troughs, uh, standard, the black one. So the, the flagship and the even hotter are around the $20 price point. Then the white truffle sauce, which I imagine someone was saying it was even kind of like it was, it was on the sweet side. Um, it is a $40 a bottle price point. However, you can buy just the white bottle on Amazon currently right now at the time of this recording for about $33, but $7 off and it's primes and get the next day. Um, I haven't tasted it, so I can't particularly endorse it. Um, and I haven't tried the even hotter one either. However, I can also tell you that there is a nice gifts, uh, gift set. It's, it's a, it's a box that has all three in it, the black, red, and white, and it's like 72 or 73. So now that sounds crazy, $73. But if you have somebody that you know, that likes sauces is a bit of a foodie and you're not sure like which one you should get them, you can get them all three for $73. And, um, I, I loved the black one enough to, to a buy one for somebody on my list, B buy the rest of the series without even a second thought, right? Like to buy that gift box. I love. So I now have a replacement black one for myself and then the white and the, the red as well. Um, so that, that's an option too. And the, that, that one actually comes in a really nice box. It's a nice black and gold box. Um, the box, you know, on the outside is black. There's a nice little gold sort of ring around the middle section where you'll lift the box up to open it up. And then of course the word trough is, is printed very, very elegantly in gold on the front. 
Um, I, I believe I could safely post these on social media for you guys so that you can see them strongly recommend the black one. And here's another thing. This truff has become so popular that they've actually expanded into other products. So there's actually, and I have purchased them. They are in my fridge. I have not opened them and tried them because again, I'm trying to, to get back to the just shakes. Uh, the scale has slowed, you know, I'm down to 272 now. And I think today I'm back up to 273. It's kind of up and down depending on when I weigh myself, but I'm certainly plateauing. And it's because like yesterday I just full on like ate food. I didn't go crazy. I didn't go over my calories, but I'm not losing anything. In fact, I'd had two, I think after I had the two chicken salad things with the Frank's red hot, I started to get a little, little gurgles in my stomach and had, uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe some loose poopies. Yeah. I was going to say like, well, how can I say this? Not gross. And I was like, God, fuck it. I'll say it like, I'll say it like a cute little kid. I had some loose poopies. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely challenged my system because I'm not, not used to eating. Uh, by the way, when I went with Jad to Costco, they were giving away everything. Oh my God. Samples everywhere. Some of the most delicious shit pizza samples. They were doing chicken and chicken wing samples. Um, they were giving away like chocolate, like, like turtles type things, but like to the next level where it was just like, uh, so good. I, I took a sample of everything to give it to Jad. That's Costco rules, by the way. A uh, little insider tip there is when you're shopping with somebody at Costco and they want something and you don't, you take a sample anyways and give it to them. It's just a nice thing you do. You don't go, oh, I'm not interested. You go, oh, thanks. You take it. You give it to the person you're with. All right. So I did that, uh, uh you know, the, the, the whole trip, but, um, so I'm just saying I was a good bitch in that regard. And then I picked up a couple other little, you know, potential snackable things. Um, I think I might not have, but, uh, anyways, they have truff mayonnaise. So just a standard, you know, white mayonnaise, uh, with a little bit of truffle oil in it. I'm looking forward to trying that. Cause I think that's going to level up some sandwiches, maybe even, I don't want to use a lot of it. Cause they're not a big jar. It's not a, it's not a big jar. It's, it's actually probably in my opinion, well, fuck it. I'll just grab another fridge and I'll tell you exactly what they are. I got to tell you the other stuff too. And I don't know the names. One sec. And since I'm going to be telling you guys, I kind of like the idea that it's like, Hey, one second, even though it takes me like 30 seconds to grab everything, it literally is just like one second for you guys. Um, the bottles themselves are large too. Oh, I can't read. It's just so out of view. One sec. God dang it. An hour and 20. Well, it looks like I'm going to talk again. Every episode. I'm like, I'm not, I don't have enough to say, and I probably don't have enough to say, but that doesn't, that doesn't stop me from wasting the time. Thanks for sticking with me guys. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm back to the truff hot sauce itself in my hand. It is a six ounce, six ounce, 170 gram bottle of which I appear to have used 20, maybe 25% of, uh, no, it's got, it's gotta be more like the, the whatever I've used like 25% of it, maybe 30, but I'm happy to have a lot left because I felt like I was way more than half done. And I, I still seem to have a reasonable amount. I love this sauce. I love this sauce. So hot sauce. And it says our sauce made with the finest red chili peppers and infused with black winter truffle. That's it. Shake well before we choose refrigerate after opening. No preservatives. Hey, that's probably another reason it tastes delicious. There's no preservatives in it. Um, yeah. And it says, uh, servings per container 34. If a serving size is one teaspoon, five grams, uh, 10, 10, uh, 10 calories per teaspoon, you guys. So that's the truff hot sauce, the black one. Um, the mayonnaise it's in a small jar. It's an eight, eight ounce jar. So it's not a ton, but 
I don't think I would ever make like egg salad with it. I think it's more of like, you take a little bit of this mayo and you throw it on a sandwich and you, you know, you level up, I swear to God, like how funny would that be made with cage free eggs and infused with black winter truffle, uh, refrigerate after opening. Well, Hey, I refrigerate it before I open it per one tablespoon is 110 calories. Sunflower or organic egg yolks. These organic stuff. All right. So that's the, that's the black labeled mayonnaise, but it's obvious. It's just the standard one. Cause the, the color of the mayonnaise is white. And then you have this, this other mayonnaise, the spicy mayonnaise. That's also black truffle infused, right? So our, our sauce made with cage free eggs, red jalapenos and black winter truffle. Uh, again, eight ounces. So they're not big. They're not big. They're not like the size of a tiny little jam sample that you get with some of those packages. Those, what do you call them? I guess gift, gift packages you see at Costco. It's not small, but it's literally only two ounces more than the hot sauce, but the hot sauce is a larger bottle. It's, it's, it's not as big as a Frank's red hot bottle, but, but when you go into a specialty hot sauce store, they're usually smaller bottles. Really, uh, really over explaining everything. Sorry, gang. And then the other product they have. So I've got the hot sauces and I've got the mayonnaises, the mayos. Um, and then they had pasta sauce, which I was like, fuck. And let's, you know, in for a penny in for a pound, let's try these, let's try these pasta sauces out. Pasta sauces are 17 ounce. Okay. 482 grams. There is the black truffle Pomodoro. And I don't know what that is. I don't know how thick doesn't look looking at it, it. It looks like it's got sort of the texture of like maybe ragu. There isn't like big thick chunks of tomato or anything like that in it. But, um, if it's as good as everything else that I've tried from them and by everything else, I mean the one product, um, it's going to be good. It says made with ripe tomatoes, delicate herbs, and black winter truffle. So the black winter truffle seems to be that the one that they, they go with well, um, and then finally, the other pasta sauce is the black truffle arabiata, if that's how you say it, arib, arabiata, um, again, 17 ounces. And, uh, it says our sauce made with ripe tomatoes, delicate herbs, black winter truffle and red chili peppers. So it's just a, I guess a spicier version of the tomato sauce, but I'm looking forward to trying again. This is all like, you know, bread, can't put my mayo on bread, can't put my pasta sauce on, on pasta. It's all carbs, right? But truff T R U F F I'm going to post it on the socials, um, so that you guys can, can see it with your own eyes. And, uh, I, I would suggest that a much lower price point for somebody who considers themselves a foodie, something a little special. Um, I did order the mayonnaise and the pasta sauces off of, um, healthy planets website. I believe that they had it at the cheapest price, free shipping, and it didn't take long. It only took a few days to come. So I would just say, um, do that. Uh, Amazon did not appear to have them or, or have them at a, as good of a price. So, uh, save you a couple bucks, get your sauces and mayos from healthy planet and get your, honestly, I would say just go for the three pack 73 bucks all in. And it comes in a nice box. Um, if you're ordering for someone as a gift, but if it's just for yourself and you just want to try the, the one that got me hooked, you can get the regular one online for 20 bucks. Um, sadly, I'd love to support local, but 20 versus 25, like at this time of year, you can't afford a $25 surplus, uh, not to mention the gas and the, the waiting, like, like, I don't want to say waiting in line cause the store's not super busy all the time, but just having to navigate a mall during the holidays, you know, if you can get it delivered right to your door and be done with it, not to mention the fact that it comes in a nice box that you can wrap. Um, that, that makes a difference ordering online. All right. Like we're getting, we're getting through it guys. We're getting through it. And before I continue, I'm just going to address what some of you might be thinking. Like he's really saying a lot about everything. Um, that's the kind of consumer I am. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, it's a sauce. You can just be like, oh, another holiday. Like, like the, the four second clip of like another special thing this holiday, like from a YouTube video, right? Another special gift idea could be the truff sauce. Uh, you know, um, a hot sauce infused with truffle oil, you know, makes a great gift. Boom. Next product. It's like, okay, well, I didn't really tell me much. I'm, I'm curious, but had I not been in that store and saw the bottle and it was like, yeah, I just saw that on a YouTube video. I'm like, fuck it. I'll give it a try. Um, I just, I, I, as a consumer, I'm like, I kind of want to know like, oh, is it spicy? How would you describe it? Uh, and just there's other products, whatever. I, I hope I'm, I'm for anyone who might be too introverted to ask these questions somewhere. Um, just trying to, to share with you the info, same thing with like the Dyson stuff or whatever is like, here's my experience with it. And this is why I think it's a good idea. Uh, we got three, two left, two or three, depends on how you, how you view it. Um, I'm going to suggest to you guys, um, for somebody, if you're looking for a fella, um, some, one option is a minimalist wallet. Uh, you can really throw out your, your hip and your back and everything like that. Um, sitting on like, you know, the, what people joke, the Costanza wallet. I, I know the episode, but I, I don't really watch Seinfeld and not everything in life has to be a Seinfeld reference, but, um, a minimalist wallet as there's a lot of different designs. I actually, one of the things I was doing yesterday was, was trying to look around. I got a wallet from, uh, the company nomadic. I have a lot of their products, but nomadic, uh, has a wallet. They used to be called basics. Like, so like the company used to be called basics and this wallet was the first thing that they ever did. They kickstarted it, whatever. And I think once, I don't think, I don't think I backed it on Kickstarter, but once it was out and available, I bought one. It was like 20 bucks and it's literally like, um, a fabric elastic sort of material band. And the whole idea was you put your cards in it in two different sections of it. You pull on this little strap, uh, like basically just holding it as is you have access to one card right away just in the front, I guess the card you use the most, then you pull the strap and it pops the cards out two different directions, like top and bottom. And then now you have access to your four most used cards. And then finally, you know, you can fan them out in your hand and then grab the one that you need. I carry maybe 10 cards on me at all times, maybe a couple more. And then it's got like, just the, the only thing I don't like about it, um, is it's got like this little elastic pocket on the side for cash or a key or something like that. And I've never really had big issues with my wallet. The only thing is that I have to fold a bill, uh, twice. So I fold it in half and I have to fold it in half again. So it's basically like an inch, maybe an inch and a quarter, you know, wide. And then I stick it in cause that's the only way to keep all my stuff together. It makes it a giant pain in the ass when you take it out because unfolding it and trying to give it, you know, put it in a machine or something like that. It's so folded up into like, you know, different sections of giant pain in the ass. So I was like, you know what? The stitching is finally starting to go. The product. I'm sure if I reached out to them, they would replace it. No charge. They've been good to me. They've offered me promo codes when they're not having sales and stuff like that. Like they've been good to me. As I mentioned, the company is now called Nomatic, N-O-M-A-T-I-C. I have their, uh, their, their navigator backpack. I have their navigator travel pack. I have, uh, their carry on classic, their carry on pro, their check-in bag. I've got all their compression cubes and, and the toiletries bag. It's a great company. I love this stuff. I've got the collapsible backpack, which folds down to nothing, but it's, it's the backpack crystal I used the entire time we we're in Vegas. 
So literally this thing folds up to nothing so that when you can, you pack all your shit, but then when you get there, you have a bag that you can, you know, just fling open, put all your stuff into, you know, and wander around for the day. It's not hot at all. It even has room for like a water bladder in it. If you're like using it as a hiking thing, which I so am not. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I even actually, when I, when I got it, I, I looked for a water bladder just in case, because there's a section in the back where like you can hang the bladder uh, and it's got holes for like a, a straw, like the straw to come out of the backpack and then kind of go down the, uh, down the, the strap that goes over your shoulder. And so you just reach down and like drink water. Um, I couldn't find one that sort of fit the space either way. I, I digress, but, uh, nomadic's a great company. They got a lot of great shit. They're having black Friday sales right now. So the basics, the, the, the basics wallet, which is what it's called about it now. It's just, I don't know if they still call it the basics wallet, but the little, the nomadic wallet, is about, I think $30 in Canada. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a very minimalist wallet. However, since these guys have come out, a lot of companies have tried to reinvent the minimalist wallet and there's stuff that comes between metal plates. There's stuff that comes in leather. There's stuff that comes, you know, Esker is like a little card one. They've got like a little gimmicky button. You press the bottom that fires your cards out and then you can pull them out. Um, I spent a lot of time looking at wallets yesterday and I decided to pick up a wallet called the Ridge. And uh, I mean, all I can say is, I guess, Google it because it's hard to describe. It's basically just like, it's literally the size of the credit cards, two plates on either side with, with a, with a, with an elastic stretch material, you slide your cards in. There's a little thumb hole on one side that slides them out. So you can fan through them with the one that you need, pull it out, use it back in the wallet. Very, very basic on one side of that clip. There's actually an elastic that has like a grip for money. So I don't have to fold it three times to fit it into the little pocket. I can just fold it in half and and clip it right onto that. The other option is you can actually get it with a money clip instead of the elastic. I opted to get it with both. Um, and then afterwards I started shopping around again and I saw something else that caught my eye. Um, I since went back to Ridge and bought the combo that they had. I didn't even know they had a combo with it. I didn't even know they carried this product anyways. So first suggestion is a minimalist wallet take a look. It could end up being a great gift, but they range in price guys. They can go all the way up to like 200 bucks. But again, for something that you're using every day, if it's, you know, if you're sitting down all the time on a wallet or driving and it's in your pocket, I don't know. I don't know. I had a big ass wallet and it was causing me hip and back pain to be sitting on, um, a minimalist wallet. It, it sort of forces you to carry less cards. You're not putting everything in your wallet receipts and everything just going right in the wallet. You're actually able to to, to carry money, your cards that you need in a nice minimalist fashion for myself. Um, I was poking around afterwards and it was one of those things where like, while I was placing my order and stuff like that, like YouTube videos were still going on behind me and, and suggesting other things. I saw another thing that kind of coincides with what goes in your pocket. And that is key organizers. There's actually, um, a lot of companies. I believe the company that started it is called KeySmart. I saw some ads for their stuff a while back and it just didn't look very nice to me. It didn't look pretty, pretty, didn't look, uh, didn't look sleek, clean, accessible. Didn't look that minimalist. It looked like instead of having a ring of keys in your pocket, you've got like a weird Swiss army knife thing of keys on both sides and the keys never go all the way into the thing. They kind of sit against each other, sort of poking out a little bit. Didn't love it. But I saw that the Ridge had a key organizer and another company called Orbiter, I believe is what it's called. 
but these are like key rings where like you, you basically have like a screw that goes through all of the, the heads of the keys and instead of them fanning out in your pocket because they're on a ring, right. And poking you and, and, and spinning around. Like I have the amount of times like I'll have a key that just goes rogue on my ring. It sets a certain way. I go sit down. It stabs me in the leg or something like that. Um, this, this ridge thing here, it's going to, it, it actually forced me to pare down my keys yesterday. I brought, I brought a lot of them out is pare down your keys. And, uh, I think that the Ridge one will hold six keys and it's got a very small little profile thing. And, um, literally they just fold into the thing, put it in your pocket. Like there's even a room, it comes with rings on the end. So you can attach a car fob easy peasy for me. Very, very excited about that. Um, so I would say the, the a minimalist wallet and, uh, some sort of like minimalist keychain. So some of the companies are key smart, um, the, the Ridge is one orbiter is another, but there's different companies that are doing it. Take a look and see what's there. Um, which will, which will segue me into my next thing, which I ended up. So I bought the minimalist wallet and the keychain from Ridge. They're matching. You can actually buy them right now. They're on sale a good 40% off, especially when you buy the two together. And there's all sorts of different colors. There's Ember, there's, you know, blue and, and titanium and gunmetal. And they have one called burnt titanium, which has like a sort of like an oil slick sort of look to it where it's all sorts of different colors. Um, I personally just went with plain old black because it has that strap on it for the cash. I just figured like having something all one color and then there's a big black strap on the other side of it, blocking it most of the time. Um, I was looking at one from Keysmart, looking and it caught my attention that there was a Keysmart one, uh, like, like ring organizer that actually has a partnership, uh, with tile tile is the whole, if you lose your keys or you lose your whatever, you know, you can, you can track it down. And I saw that and I was like, oh, tiles built right into it. Like it doesn't have a, not a big tile and it's literally right in the, the unit itself. So you're not taking up any extra space and it's rechargeable. One of the issues with tile when it first came out is that you had to buy a new one every year and they were like 25, $29. And so you're like, so I'm paying $30 a year to like, maybe not lose my keys. And I remember I had one and going back to like keys and shit moving in my pocket. I remember basically the way tile work is this is your first time ever hearing about, about tile. There's, there was a company called tracker a company called tile, uh, a few other little, you know, knockoff ones. And the whole idea was that like, okay, it, you put this little tile on your keychain, and right from your phone, you can turn on the tile app and you can say like, ring my keys. And then your keys would ring and you could hear them ringing and go find them. Okay. Um, or alternatively, if you're holding your keys, can't find your phone, you could double tap the button on the tile and it would make your phone ring. And I guess the last thing I'll tell you before I tell you my little anecdote is that, um, their, their, their slogan or their, their, their mission statement, not neither of those are correct. Their, their claim was that like, Hey, anyone who has a tile app, if you lose your, your keys or something and somebody like walks by them within Bluetooth range, it'll like use their app to notify you like, Hey, someone has walked by your keys in the event that you lose them, right? You lose them while you're at the mall or something. Somebody walks by, they're a tile user. It would be like, Hey, you've lost your thing. Okay. And that's once you've reported it as, as missing or whatever, your, your phone would show you the last time that the two of you were together theoretically. But for me, having the tile was the amount of times I would sit down in a comedy club. Remember I'm a stand up comedian, even though I haven't been funny this time. Um, I would sit down in the club and the button would press on my keys. I like bone because this is like something that bypasses the silent mode on your phone. If you're using your key fob to find your phone, it's got to bypass silent mode so that, you know, you can hear it. 
So it didn't matter if I was sitting in a movie theater or something and go, to, you know, I go to adjust myself with a seat and then push the button and I'm struggling to pull my phone out. It, it basically interrupted quiet situations and I never once needed it to find my keys. I always knew where my keys were never lost, never once lost my keys. It never, never did what it was supposed to do, but the amount of times it was, it was intrusive, uh, infinitely more. So at the end of the year, when the battery was dead, it's like, I got to buy another one. Fuck this. And that was it. Uh, tile has since made it so that you could replace the battery on them. So they're not obsolete and, uh, there's, they have more users now than they once did, uh, claiming up to like a million users. But, um, that brings me to this. So I was like, I saw the tile and the, the thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool idea, right? It's right in your keys. You can recharge it, you know, through mini or sorry, micro USB. So I was like, okay, there's something to this. And I was like, you know what? Let me Google air tags because I knew Apple had put out a product called air tags and I'm like. It's just the same as the tile and tracker. I'm not given paying more money for that. I'm not really having issues with finding my shit. So I started watching some videos. I started watching some videos and I saw some accessories for some of the other things that I was buying that were air air tag inclusive. And I learned that the Apple air tag, um, is about $25. What is it? Sorry. $29 in the States, $39 in Canada per unit. They do have replaceable batteries. So you just twist them open, put it, put a battery in it. But, um, they, they work off of Apple's find my network, which basically means that anyone who has an iPhone is, uh, is capable of, of, you know, um, sending that information. Should you lose your keys or something? Apple was boasting at their keynote that they have over a billion people with find my, which means instead of being like, oh, it's got to be a tracker or a, sorry, a, a tile. And it has to have, you know, it's only people who have the app who would be able to help you out. And it really only uses their network to say, Hey, it's been kind of located in this vicinity. That, that's the best thing. So you'd be like, okay, that's at the Rito center. Like I'm that I was shopping earlier today. Okay. I'll have to backtrack my steps that far and hopefully I can get close to it with Apple. The app is designed so that, you know, every single person with Apple, once you've reported it missing, every people, every person with Apple that'll just walk by to it, it just connects to an Apple device and, and sends that data. So you're getting way more people, way more ability to find any lost items. Uh, secondly, um, a very cool feature about it is the fact that, um, you can, you can set it up so that when, if you lose your keys, let's say, and your tag, your air tag is on it, someone who finds them can literally just pick it up and tap it onto their phone and it'll pop up with a, oh, this has been reported lost or stolen. Please contact. And then your phone number's there. That's not something that exists with tile tile. Like someone could find it, but it's not, there's nothing that there's no way to, for them to call you unless you write down your phone number on it or something, but there's no way for someone to find you. You know what I mean? Like to get a hold of you and, and say like, Hey, I found your thing. You know, they might just be like, Oh, I really, I'll download the app. And maybe if they know even what a tile is right. And how the process works, I'll download the app and then hopefully it'll connect to them and let them know it's like, it's right here. Um, whereas Apple, like when you get close to your air tag on the screen, it'll literally turn into like a compass and tell you how many feet you are from it right up to like, you know, 0.2 feet, like when you're hovering right above the air tag. So it'll, it'll lead you right back to it. Um, once you get into range, right. So it'll tell you based on other people's phones, Hey, it's found in this area. Then once you get into range, you, you know, um, it's like, Hey, it's near you. And it'll just lead you right to it. On top of that, someone else finds it. They can tap it on their phone. Oh, call this cool. Hey, I found your keys done. And there's also another key, uh, interesting feature, which I didn't think of until I started to see it in the review videos is that Apple says that there is a, 
um, someone's following you uh, tile thing. And that's for security. So for example, like, let's say some dude, you know, is like, oh, I like this. I like to look at this chick. I think I want to follow her home. Drop a tile in her purse. Okay. Or alternatively, you got a nice car. Someone goes up and they tape a, t- a tile underneath your car so that they can, you know, follow you home and steal your car overnight while you're sleeping or, or whatever the, the thing is. Apple has a security feature in it where if, if an air tag is following you, that isn't connected with your ID, um, you'll get a notification saying, Hey, there's an air tag with you that, that isn't registered to you. Um, gives you an opportunity to sort of be like, Oh shit. And then maybe like look through, it'll even give you the option to play a sound on it so that you could actually locate where it is. Um, and that's, that's neat because it's kind of like, Oh, well, like for example, like say you borrow your friend's car and they have an air tag on their, their car keys. Well, you can play the sounds like, oh, it's on the car keys. Okay, that's so-and-so's AirTag. That makes, I'm calling them AirPods probably, but AirTag. Okay, no, that makes sense. It's, you know, it's Stephanie's keys, of course. Um, But if someone slips one in your bag or puts it on your car and and your Apple device is recognizing that you've got an AirTag that's basically following you that isn't isn't yours, um, you'll get a notification for that. And it's, it's even more safe and secure. So... Um, I, I happen to see on the Ridges website that one of their money clips that they have has a place to, uh, put an air tag. And so I ordered that, that little accessory as well. Um, I ordered something off of orbit key for, uh, an air tag thing to just go on my, on my Ridge keychain when I get it. Um, so I purchased a four pack of air tags. I'm going to give one to crystal. I'm going to put one in my backpack. I'm going to put one in my, uh, on my keys and one in my wallet. And so, you know, again, with all these trips coming up this year, I want to make sure that if I'm around somewhere, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to lose my shit. And if I lose my shit, you know, lose it in Vegas, how many iPhones are there? It'll be easy to find in no time. Um, but pro tip, and this is very important. If you have a tracker, a tile or any of those things right now to begin with, um, don't like, there's not much you can do on a keychain, sadly, but if you put it, um, in your purse or something, don't put it in a, in a cute little accessory and hang it off of the, 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 the ring on your purse. Um, because if someone's trying to steal, right, same with your backpack, you don't hang it off of one of the zippers. There's all sorts of things online that show you, Oh, here's an air tag. Then you put on your zipper. If someone's stealing your purse or your backpack, the first thing they're going to do is rip off the air tag. They don't want you to follow them. Okay. So if you have a little compartment in your purse and and there, there are little, little, um, air tag cases and things that you can get on Amazon that look like little square. I don't know what it's like little, little, little square (sighs) case is not the right word. Like a little square briefcase or something or a hard case, like some of these tech 21 things, whatever literally looks like a black machined square that doesn't let you know there's an air tag in it. You could, you could Buy it in that you literally need a special screwdriver to, to, to tighten the screws on this thing. And you could tuck that into a pocket of your purse or, or tape it to the bottom of the bag or something like that, where if a thief steals your purse, the first thing they're going to do is not rip off the air tag and you're fucked, right? The whole idea is so you can find it, but if somebody else found it or stole it, you know, they also had, um, air tag cases for like bicycles where some of them it was like, you screw it right on the, the pipe of the bicycle. And it's like, yeah, but again, a thief, if they see that they're taking off, I actually saw a great air tag holder for, for a bike. It was literally the bell. So you would screw the bottom of the bell at those round bells. You would literally screw the bottom of the, of the bell off. And there was a little, little area for you to put an air tag in the bottom. So that's concealing your air tag. 
And one of the videos I saw online is like, how great would it be if the thief's own phone was letting you know where it was to be able to find, you know, you're literally like the thief is literally sending that data because it has no idea that they just stole a bike with, with an air tag on it. So there's a lot of value in these things. So four pack in Canada, 129, 120, nine, what the fuck, whatever, whatever, whatever 40 times four, I think it was like one, well, f- well, 39 bucks, 40 times four. Am I stupid at math? Yes, I am. Uh, right. 40, 40, 80, 120. I don't know. I think I, I think I got a good price on them. I, I, you definitely save money. I think it's like you get three of them for 120 or 129 gets you four. So it's like for $10 more, get the fourth one and they can do little engravings on them for free. Um, but the point is, is if you're an Apple user, a uh, great thing to fit into the ecosystem, you can change the battery and the, there's no incentive for someone to ever steal your air tag because you can't reset them. Like once they're tagged to an ID, it belongs to that Apple ID. So, um, air tags are a great option. Alternatively look into something like tile or whatever. Um, there's options for finding things. If you're somebody who loses your keys a lot or whatever, there's lots of great options, but I would say if you're an Apple user, go with AirTag. You're going to be able to find your shit way more easy. There's lots of safety safeguards in there in case somebody tries to drop one in your purse. Um, you know, like if you have your own tile and someone drops a tile in your bag and they're following you, you have no way of knowing you're literally transmitting data to them of where you are. And, uh, you have no way of knowing that it's following you. Um, yeah. So that's my list thus far, guys. Those are some of the fun things that I found so far this year that I'm really excited to share with you guys. Um, coming up this week, I'm going to be doing photography at the Rito center. I'm actually starting this big, long gig where, um, you know, I'm taking pictures with families with Santa. I am not Santa. I'm actually the photographer. Um, and I'd love to be done my holiday shopping before I talk to you guys next. Um, I wish you luck. We're going into black Friday. I believe this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, um, enjoy the shopping, enjoy sales and things like that going on. I, I want to partake in none of them. I'm wasting way too much time online, um, looking at stuff. So I'm trying to stay the fuck off of the, the interweb. So I'm not buying more shit, but minimalist wallet, minimalist key- keychain. Air tags or tiles or trackers or one of those companies, uh, try out that trough sauce, take a look, watch some reviews, see what you think. Uh, some of the stuff from the Dyson hairline Dyson also has a hairdryer. Um, it's only five 99 in Canada only. Uh, it's only five 99 in Canada. So it's cheaper than the other two devices. Um, sure. It's cheaper to my listeners in the States, of course, but my barber swears by his, um, he only got it because his wife, I guess, worked, uh, for a company where they got like a 20 or 25% off, you know, a one-time Dyson discount or whatever. And they didn't really have anything that they needed. They already had the vac. So they went with the air hair dryer. And he's told me that like, he's like, I never would have bought it, but now that I have had it and I've used it, he's saying like, if this thing breaks today, I would go out and buy another one without a moment's hesitation. He's like, they're, they're that good. Um, so we, we did buy, I did buy crystal, the hair straightener and the hair dryer and the matching thing or whatever. And she's like, look, I love the hair straightener. And I love the fact that you got me both of these things. It's so sweet. But the hair dryer, like to her, she's like the hair, I don't need a $600 hair dryer. She's like the straightener is doing what I love. Um, I, I think that the hair dryer is excessive. So I took it back, but, um, did buy it. I, I kind of liked it. I even thought about keeping it for myself, but then I'm like, this is just me being elitist. Like I can get done what I get like no hair anyways. I can straighten my beard without a, you know, $600 hair dryer. So, um, but just to say that if you want something, you know, you want to complete the set, you can get the Dyson hair dryer, hair straightener, and curler all in the same color, whatever. And they might even have a set that maybe saves you a few bucks if you're doing all of it. You really want to fucking mic drop 
you know, flex, go all three and, and fucking ride off into the sunset, your, your husband or partner of the year. Um, and then finally, like those calendars, go online, look at some subscription services, or if you love your person, go lush. All right. Now it's time to read my emails. Uh, red sent me an email. Okay. Uh, long time listener, uh, occasional uh, co-host red says, Hey there, old friend wanted to jump on here and say, Hey, yes, I would love some true earth. Cool. Red. We'll figure that out. I'll, uh, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll reach out to you and we'll figure out a way to send you some samples. I uh, looked into it a while ago, but because it's sort of hard to time, I didn't go that route. I do order detergent that comes in a cardboard box and collapsible plastic bag. Uh, so you can pull all the pieces apart and at the end you can recycle everything. But yeah, the true earth definitely is the best way to go. Um, I figure I should maybe help and explain the teacher strike you talked about last episode. I I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you did. So there is more than one union related to education workers. This time it was the, the education staff, uh, custodians, early childhood education workers, office staff, and educational assistants. Now teachers in Ontario are quite well paid. I know some that are making over six figures. Yeah, I, I, me too. The education staff, on the other hand, barely make over minimum wage. They are woefully underpaid. So in this instance, I completely support these folks trying to get, uh, get a living wage, but in general, I don't support unions. I feel it's a system from an age gone by. And in most cases, they only protect lazy and bad workers, not lifting up the hardworking folks that need protecting, but I'll stop here since I don't want to get into a Josh size rant. I, I feel you. Um, I, I want to address that. You're very likely right because you would know more than I would. The only thing is they were calling it a teacher strike. They weren't calling it like an educator strike or an education strike. So for me, um, in, in my point of view, I I'd really like to know that it is in fact, those people like, like, and I, I also think it's very misleading to call it a street teacher strike. You know, like if he's, even if you said like educators, cause you're saying early childhood educators and education assistants, maybe so. Um, you know, oh fuck. I love these here guys. This is these, I get these calls about once a day. Let's listen together. They hung up. Good, good. Um, that's my preference. Um, I was just like, yeah, if it's janitors and stuff, they're not educators. I mean, I mean, they're educators in a way that they don't want to be They're, You know, they're, they're teaching you what, you know, to stay in school. Don't end up like me. It's like a scared straight program. They're not aware that they're a part of, but I just think they should have called it something different. Um, because like they were calling it a teacher strike here, you know, like, oh, Michaela's home. Cause the teacher strike teacher strike. Um, and even still, I think, I think you go on to address more. I apologize. And I agree with you. Unions used to be great. Oh no, you don't, you don't address it. I thought you, uh, thought you addressed it here saying that like teachers aren't allowed to strike. Maybe I was talking about that. Um, I think that like, I, I see teacher strikes all the time and I don't know if it's education or whatever. And I'm totally with you. Like people deserve to make a living wage. Those teachers who are sitting around, you know, if they've got assistants who are doing shit with them and, and helping them out and early childhood educators, wrangling toddlers and little children, that's fucking tough. Uh, they all deserve to make money for what they're doing. Um, dude, even a janitor, like there's janitors, other places like to, to clean up after that many filthy human beings. When you're young, you're not like, oh, let me be respectful. Someone has to clean this. That's not at all. I feel, I feel bad for the janitors that have to to do that stuff. And then they should make a reasonable wage when you're doing a shit job. You should be compensated for it. Um, so hopefully that really is the case, in which case I can get behind it, but it didn't look like a bunch of edu- it didn't look like a bunch of janitors out on the road with picket signs. It looked like a bunch of teachers. Um, so I'm, I, I'm going to easily believe, you know, what you're telling me. I'm just, uh, op the optics of it, uh, don't look good. It looks like teachers. And even, like I said, everything that was communicated to me was hey, look, it's the teacher strike again, teacher strike. Um, 
Okay, moving on with your email. Finally, I would have to comment, sorry, I would like to comment on your Lush Advent Calendar. $300? What? I would never pay that much for an Advent Calendar. You are paying $12.50 for each item in there. I hope they are full-size bath bombs. And I'd also never pay $12 for a bath bomb. You're literally throwing $12 down the drain every time you have a bath. Nope, sorry. Uh, I do, however, like the Lego Advent Calendars and have been getting those for a while. They are around $60, which I still find expensive, but I like getting the extra minifigures. So, uh, which you never get enough of in the regular sets that, that could very well be true. I'm going to move on. I'm going back to me now. Um, the lush advent calendar, this is why I saved it earlier is, I don't know if you know this, but lush is actually the company that invented bath bombs. Um, there are bath bombs all over the place that you can get. You throw it in the bath. It sort of fizzes up. Maybe put some Epsom salts in there. Maybe smells a little decent. They're really not that special there, but like, you know, four or $5 each. Lush's bath bombs are unbelievable. No question. Um, Lush's bath bombs are the best. Large, fragrant, colorful, and they they put on a show when you drop them in the bath. Um, they've got hidden colors. Some of them will open up and they've got salts or pop rocks or things like that in them. Not the candy, but the same effect where your, your bathtub is crackling like a fireworks show is going on. So you got all these colors streaming out of the thing and then there's crackling going on. It's like your bathtub's turned into fireworks. So it's like, it's like you're getting the bath bomb and a, and a bit of a show. Um, some of them are expensive, but I'll tell you this right now. I, I never bat an eye at the bath bombs from Lush. They're big. They're bigger than most bath bombs. Like I've seen ones that are like the size of like what are the clementines or nectarines, like those little oranges that they sell in crates. I've seen ones like that. And that's not a very big bath bomb. Um, these are large. These are, these are softball sized or larger. Um, they smell incredible. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So that is to say that you've done the math on breaking it down. 1250, uh, a thing Lush's advent calendars also have like shampoos, conditioners, um, body, body lotions, um, fragrances, bars of soap, like a lot. And again, very high quality. You'd be hard pressed to find anyone who's used Lush products and said like, Oh no, these are crap. Um, they're phenomenal. I use shitloads of Lush products. Um, love it. Absolutely love Lush products. Um, so for myself, like some of these things that are coming out of the box are 20, $30 in store. Um, so I would imagine, um, it's, it's pretty reasonable. It's not like she's going to open it up. Not everything in here is going to open it up, use it once and it's gone. Some of them are, are stick around. You'll have them for quite some time. Um, so it's worth it in that regard. Like you can go into lush and you can blow 300 bucks and walk out of there with a bunch of bath bombs, a bunch of products without even batting an eye. Um, I think the nice thing with the advent calendar is that you're getting them incrementally it makes you excited for what's the next one that i'm going to open up um and of course you're keeping them for a while it's not like it's not like a chocolate where you open it up like a lint lint calendars can be you know 20 to 50 dollars depending on what's in them and it's the way open it up have a chocolate and then on to the next day right you do the math on that you're paying like two three dollars for a chocolate you know and some people are yeah without batting an eye um so for this something being like and i and i will tell you this one of the reasons that i'm so big on getting crystal like the bath bombs and stuff is Um, it's not my place to tell you guys, um, the shit that she deals with at work. Um, but she is an unbelievably hardworking person. Like her, I have never in my life had the work ethic that she has. Um, there's people that depend on her people with special needs, people that can't stand up and voice their own things. 
And um, again, without disparaging the company that she works for, there's times where she's the only um, ethical, hardworking person um, around, which sucks. And I, and I'll, I'll say this, um, you takes a lot of, of toll on someone to be the only person who's making sure that the people who need care are getting it. There was a lot of that in, um, like you, you look at like things like during the pandemic in like old age homes or retirement communities or whatever you want to call them. And the amount of like COVID that was running through them, people are neglected. Like we, we recognize that, that elder care is a, a, a section of, of our, our healthcare system that is vastly underfunded, vastly under-equipped. And it's like people who need people are not being cared for. And some of them, sometimes it's because there's not enough employees. And sometimes it's because the ones that are there just got into it for the money and they don't really give a fuck about the people. You know what I mean? Um, that, that times that shit exists. So working in an industry where you're, you're a, a care provider, but then you're also doing administration. You're, you're, you know, uh, it's, I listen to her day and I don't know how she does it. So all that is to say, um, and, and, and honestly, like friends and family, you know, we could, we could talk about it and it's just, it's mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. But my point is, is that I'm a big advocate, uh, of self-care for her, for her to come home and just have worked a long day and still be like helping the kids with the homework and doing stuff for me to be able to be like, here's a bath bomb. It forces you to go up relax, put it in there. It gives her a reason to look forward to having it back. Because sometimes when you're working your ass off, it's hard to even stop and go, wait, I need to, I need to put my own mask on first, you know, in airport terms, you know? Um, and you go, oh, I'm just going to go up and have a bath or a shower or whatever. Like, like, but the anticipation being like, oh, I got like a nice bath bomb. I'm really excited to go up and run the tub and put it in there and just lay back and relax for a little bit. Like the self-care is so important. Um, and I'm, I'm 100% on board with anything that's going to encourage that. So if I could just expand a little bit, um, that's, that's not expanding Josh. If I could just expand a little bit to why I'm suggesting this as like a gift idea is like, fellas, if you guys have a lady that busts her ass and you know what I mean? Like, like it's hard. Like you would even say like, Oh, I'm all, I tell her to go lay down. I tell her to go have a bath. I tell her to go relax. It's like, like the, the, the bath bomb is the incentive to do it. You know what I mean? You got this thing. I want you to go enjoy, honey, go put your feet up, run the bath, relax, you know, enjoy some time to yourself because they need it. Women are very, 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 very hardworking. They put their families ahead of themselves a lot of the time. And to me, like is, is $12, um, for a bath bomb in and of itself subjectively worth it? Probably not. But is twelve dollars um, to get the love of my life, who's overworked, to 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 center herself on the importance, and and have a little bit of time for herself after a long day? Like, you guys have no idea what having something for, like sort something in mind to look forward to, will do for your mood day in and day out. Um, I've got this trip in January that I haven't told you about yet that I'm really looking forward to. I. I point my brain at that and get excited. And if I'm bored, you know, we're not feeling good. I'll throw a YouTube video on about the place. And it just, you know, gets me excited for going there. I'm excited to go back to Vegas with my mom in April, like having something on the calendar to look forward to is a big deal. You know, 
knowing that you're going to go somewhere for lunch or that you bought something to, to cook for dinner that you're excited for, like literally have having a reason to live, you know? And, and, and I don't mean like, oh, my family, it's like, yeah, but, but every day is the same. And when there's no particular goal, you know what I mean? There's no particular moment to look forward to. It, it can get real rough and everyone survived the pandemic. That's listening to this. You know, we're still going through stuff. We're watching inflation go crazy. Like a lot of shit's getting nuts, but just that whole, I'm going to go home and for half an hour, I'm going to smell unbelievable scents. I'm going to relax. The stuff that's in it is good for my skin. So it's been designed to support, you know, different functions and things like that. I, I personally cannot stand behind it enough to say that it absolutely is worth that value. You can throw a little shitty $3 bath bomb in and it's like, yeah, I can kind of smell it and it's nothing special. Like I'm not looking forward to that. I can dump a bag of Epsom salts and, you know, but when it's something that you put it in and, you know, and even just honestly, Crystal will Snapchat with, with myself and the family when she drops a bath bomb in and she records it and we all get to see it. And you know what I mean? Like it's, it's nice. The amount of things people will do for the gram. She doesn't put it on Instagram, whatever, but it's just to say that like something to look forward to. And then the family, you know, will respond and connect. Oh, that was beautiful. Da, da, da. I like that one. Da, da. It's just like, you're like connecting with the other people. You're relaxing. You're feeling good. I, I can't, I can't tell you I, respectfully, of course, you're my friend, but I, I can't tell you how, how much I disagree with, with you that there's no value that, that that's not worth it. However, I will also disagree with you that Lego, a, a little Lego dude at $3 a pop is worth it either. Cause it's $60 times that's a, that's 30. No, it's $2 a pop. If I do 30 days, say two fifty, right. And the Lego guys are like, they're a little cheap piece of plastic. There's not even a lot that, that Lego has to do to make that happen. Um, and, and if we're talking overpriced for what you get, you know, there's Lego sets of three, $400 and it's like you build a car or you build a little castle, like the piece, the amount of plastic in that not worth it. Um, Brooklyn is very big on, on, on Lego and stuff or was, I haven't seen her do one in a lot, in a, in a, in a, in a hot fucking minute, but Lego is definitely fun. Don't get me wrong. I love building. I love creating. It's just, I find Lego to be overpriced. So, but for you guys, you guys like the Lego, you enjoy it. Like, I mean, if the value is there, if it's an excuse for you guys to sit down with Ronan and, and do a Lego set, like that's the value. Sometimes it's not like the physical thing that you're paying for. It's like what's surrounding it. Again, I bought one of those one chip challenge chips, which also throw it on the gift list. If you guys want, it's the, the, the 2 million Scoville heat, you eat a chip and you, you suffer. I didn't buy that because I'm looking forward to the taste of that one chip. It's that, you know, I'll, I'll sit down with the family and I'll suffer for their entertainment. And it's a $20 experience. If I can sit there for half an hour leading up to it and stuff like that, um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but that's what it is, right? It's, it was a $22 chip that's not worth it cash wise, but it'll be worth it for the experience. All right. Moving back to your, your email. Uh, you all have a Lego store in Ottawa. When you say you all, you mean y'all, y'all talking like you still from Texas, red. Um, you all have a Lego store in Ottawa. I wish we had one here. You really don't trust me. Cause when you walk in, you're like, Oh, look only 800, 900, 10,000, uh, sorry, not 10,000, a thousand dollar like Lego sets. Like, you know, and the kids see that and guess what? You're not going to hear the end of, um, I wish we had one here. We are really into Lego these days. I think that will be mainly what Ronan is getting for Christmas. Um, anyways, enjoy the season friend. And I, and don't be a stranger. Glad the podcast is back up and running. Yes. As I said before, I'm very, very happy to, uh, to be doing it again. And then you said, PS, you should play long time slash foreplay 
by Boston since it's been a long time since we've all hung out on the podcast. Well, ask and ye shall receive. Um, I'm going to try to find it by Boston. I'm going to put it here, but you said, is that what it's called? Long time slash foreplay, like long time, long foreplay. Um, I'm just going to put Boston down on the note right here, but that will most certainly be the outro song this week. Um, cause I appreciate you guys sending in. That's, that's how easy. I, that's what I do to try to please you guys. If you ask and ye shall receive, um, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. Contact the one man podcast.com. I'm going to try to stick to the shakes today. I have only been on the shakes today and, and coffee. It's now three 30 in the afternoon on Wednesday. I'm going to try to get this out to you guys as fast as possible. So it's still available to you quickly. Uh, you know, half the day left of, uh, of Wednesday. And, um, yeah, I'd love to hear any gift ideas that you guys have anything that you came up with. Um, let me know what's going on with you. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What's the thing that, you know, you spend way too much money on? I mean, every week I literally give you guys options of things to, to email in and I, and I don't hear a lot, but I am grateful. I am grateful for this email read and, and please know if you guys want to do something, you know, throw something my way for the holidays, uh, an email would be great. I'd really appreciate that. I'd love to know what your plans are. You know, if you know that your family members don't listen to this podcast, message me and tell me what you got your people. Tell me, you know, um, it makes me feel connected. And of course, in return, you'll, you'll hear me talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what I think about, about what you guys are doing. Fuck it. You might even, you might even convince me to buy something that else and add it to my list and give it to people. But, um, I appreciate you guys. Um, I do love you very much. Happy holidays. Uh, you know, all of the other holidays leading up to the, the holiday season are over, you know, happy black Friday. Uh, it is currently snowing in Ottawa. So we have the first snowfall of the year. Fuck. But, um, I'm just hoping to have, you know, all of my safety stuff, my winter tires, get my mirror fixed, all that shit in the very near future would be absolutely phenomenal. Um, you guys take care and I look forward to talking to you again soon.